0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO episode 62. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the future class of video games, Blessing Addie Oyay Junior.
1: Greg, what's a game that has a good crunch sound when you buy the food?
0: Don't even fucking try to start it like it's a fresh idea. Right before we went live, ladies and gentlemen, Barrett bit into a purple Dorito. And let me tell you, I had to stop what we were talking about other stuff. I had to stop it all and be like, Barrett. That is like
2: a sound effect you would pay for. It and sounded let so be good. Clear. Can you do it again? Can you do it? Do the, the Dorito was not actually purple. It's just the purple flavor. It's from the whatever. purple bag.
1: Because
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of caught that too. I was like, a oh, purple Dorito? Yeah. If you want to know how behind I am on my,
0: my Doritos, I thought they were making purple Doritos. I was like, so, all right. You see the, the purple bag? Dorito. is fire. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. You ready? Because wait, the
2: purple yeah, bag is now, that now the chili one? pressure. Now I feel. Yeah, know. Like- you
0: can do it. You can do it though. Hold on. Clear, clear comms. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, like I was yeah, like, yeah, I, I won't
2: lie. The first one was better,
0: but that's still really good. One, that it, was still a really good.
2: one The natural one, the one that well, i are not I'm thinking not, about in, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, I, I yeah, hear yeah, That's always going to be. But better.
0: it was so good that I was like, that sounds like in Fallout when you just eat whatever instant mash or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. to get your health back up. That was also which like like a a conversation. shaped
2: Dorito, so it was like a, 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 I had to get like around some stuff, so I couldn't get like that. You know.
1: Sure. No, it's, and, and this is, don't worry, this is very much on the Dorito. The Dorito kind of loops around on itself. Yeah, yeah. You get like that double it's hard. That to, double it's bite. hard to
2: make a classic crunch sound with it because you're sure. like, just sure. so worried about the shape and stuff, you know?
1: But then, yeah, this led into the
0: conversation of what about good Cause, sound, cause, sound Yeah, because
1: cause when you mentioned that he sounded like a sound effect, what came to my mind immediately was Dishonored. And I don't know, I don't know if this is factual or if I'm just making stuff off my head. I remember Dishonored, maybe it was Dishonored 2, having a good crunch sound well, when you like, bite into you an brought, apple. like...
2: Barrett, Dishonored has a really good crunch sound, right? And I'm like, <laughs> and Barrett's like, uh. and I have to respond. Is there a way oh, we can look at up? I've never played a video game and thought about like the sound of you eating food. I'm sorry. And then Greg was like, all right, we got to start the show. And that's well, that's too good a conversation
0: because this is one of those things I think that I, I I love about our medium of choice here, our hobby, our passion. Right? Is that you? Everybody goes and plays video games, and yeah, we can all play Last of Us Part Two and walk out and have long conversations about Ellie's decisions inside of the game and like you know this, that, and the other. But then for the little things that stand out to people when they play video games, like that, I like you know I, I, what was it? Somebody I think over the weekend started playing uh, Avengers for the first time on my Twitter feed and they were mm-hmm. talking about how like I'm having a great time but I have a pet peeve and I hate seeing damage numbers pop up in single player campaigns and I was like oh like it's really? so interesting like and like I like for like that sound effect is so fucking fallout right it's like boom like that takes me right back to that place of hitting the instant match or rad roach or whatever and hearing the sound effect and i uh, love that like everybody can play games and have their own little things like that i just want to
2: play bring new up, vegas uh, over the weekend on the fact that the purple bag is spicy sweet chili doritos yeah that's okay. my favorite one okay. that's my favorite and, yeah, one they're, they're the i was top obsessed tier in high school the corner store has that flavor the
0: corner store has the 3d doritos and i look at them every so often and i'm like i like nah. a good 3d dorito i haven't had them in years well I, actually that's not true. i guess i had them with cyberpunk but yeah. i hadn't thought i had it before then in years no
1: i want to i want let to you, let you know i went down this rabbit hole i googled mm-hmm. dishonored apple dishonored crunch sound I'm, I'm trying i'm trying my hardest to see if i can find the sound effect but yeah. i I have confirmed to myself though that yeah like the, there are food items that definitely heal your health that include apples so i'm not making this up out of nowhere and so i'm gonna see if i can find I
2: mean, yeah like you ate food to get health but like again i wasn't like thinking about like oh man that's a really realistic uh sounding bite into an, an apple I mean that was
1: that wasn't the thought for me. It was just a thought. It it was one of those ones where yeah, you you internalize it subconsciously, that now when it's brought up in context, I'm like, oh yeah, Dishonored was a game that had a good, you know, like a good crunch. You, you internal, buy it
2: you subconsciously internalized very different things than I do. I would say. <laughs>
0: so here's what i'm tweeting yo send me a video clip of the dishonored sound effect for eating hashtag perfect. this will make sense later uh, hashtag PS, or psi or, you know the, the abbreviation for P S I. perfect eat. thank Excellent. you so Excellent. much Excellent up that. no problem we'll get it. somebody before the end of the show
1: help someone will rally to our cause here
0: and are there any other games
1: with good crunches because those are the those are the two i think of fallout and dishonored it's hard for me to to think off the top of other games that come to mind for a good crunch though i know they're out there
0: well, yeah, but it's like you know, I thing of like what it, what le- I would have never been, I would have never said it dishonored. Now, granted, I you know I only played mm-hmm. you know I don't know a total of six hours probably of Dishonored, so it's not like I I have like locked in memories. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the brilliance of it is everybody has their own thing
1: They're of what them, using yeah. this
0: thing does. Yeah, 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 cause if you want another one for me, and this is this is video games, but it's also movies and it's also cartoons. You want this one? And it, it will be imp- incredibly hard. There was a video game uh, known as It was on PC back in the day when I was a kid. We got it at Comp USA or whatever. And it was Spider Man the animated series. And what it did is let you make your own scenes. And like it was, you know, for what it was at the time, like pretty advanced, right? Where like they had Spider Man swinging, they had Spider Man moving his arms, they had Spider Man throwing a punch, you know, the villains getting hit, and they had sound effects that you could put in there, right? And so you could make out your own little scenes, your own little, and not full blown episodes, obviously and very rudimentary. Right. But it was cool for storytelling. And for me, I would just fuck around for hours making Spider-Man stuff, but they had a sound effect in there for the police radio. That was, it's a female officer going one Oh five. I and 62. And that's a bad impression of it, but it's it, it. I used it so much in Spider-Man that to this day, I hear that stock footage sound effect in everything. If there's a cop in there like if they're getting out of the car, mm. there's a high likelihood you're going to hear what a 562 no 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 north avenue 62. <laughs> like th- yeah. this like same little sound effect they do all the time. It's fucking crazy. Like, like oh my god, like somebody it's like the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Somebody made
1: this and then put it into the perfected this thing and now into whatever, whatever
2: suite it. you would do and now it's everywhere. Everyone uses that. That's uh, <laughs> that's funny cuz the beyond uh, for beyond, I remember Alexio having me uh, edit out swears uh, with like the cat meow. And there's, like, this very specific cat meow that we would use. And I sort of got ever since then. I have heard that specific, like, sound bite in so many different shows when they're like, oh, right. there's, like, like, a cat on like, yeah. screen. Yeah, it's so weird.
1: <laughs> I, know, I know I have something that is exactly what you guys are talking about, but I can't think of what the sound effect is. But I, I remember having the same thought of, man, this fucking same sound effect is in every single thing. Like, they perfected it. But I can't think of what it is.
0: Well, luckily, we have more PS I Love You to do today, so maybe you'll think of it. And if not, yeah, maybe next I'll week and hard. maybe 30 weeks from now, you'll get it. What I want you to know right now.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that was good. That was good.
0: Uh, what I want you to know is I don't have a video yet for you, but I do have uh, Ben Satterweight uh, here in my uh, responses going, it is so good. So the, right there, the, the eating yeah. noise from Dishonored has been confirmed to be good. I don't know if you were concerned okay. about that, but I wanted you to know.
1: I was I was I was pretty sure, but I also there could have been that small percentage of I well. Was it still it
0: feels up. good, right, to have that thing that you you know you, that you connect with somebody else on. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, like I, rem- that, that I remember
1: it, and hopefully somebody else remembers it. And so I appreciate that person. Also, I put out I did put out my own tweet that was uh-huh. uh, what are video games with good crunch sounds as in eating. Uh, uh, somebody wrote back with Minecraft. Sure, I don't know yeah. if, that, if that rings a bell yeah. for Yeah,
0: I always think of it more of a scarf. It's like, surf, 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 surf. Mm-hmm. like you know what i mean that it doesn't have the i don't think the crunch crunch to it as
1: much okay like, and a few people wrote back with fable also i've not played fable oh, so man, i don't. Fable I, I
0: played so long ago yeah it just doesn't do you remember resume. the crunch sound of that one no no i don't mm-hmm. remember that i remember the fart sound you know what i mean that was a big part of fable
1: Did, uh, do you remember crunching things in breath of the wild
0: no i remember not the cooking really. game and the noise for all that
2: that was more yeah, weird. I
1: don't remember crunching things, but somebody, somebody did right back with that also.
2: I, I, I feel like that's mm-hmm. another, like, scarfing, because, like, when you're eating apples and stuff, you just see that in the menu, right? And I feel yeah. like that, like, at least visually I see Link, like, scarfing it down. So yeah, he, you, like, like, scarfs like, it down yeah, for sure. So I don't know if it's a good crunch.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is PSI I Love You XOXO. It's Kinda Funny's PlayStation show each and every week. Barrett, Blessing, and I come together to nerd out about all things PlayStation. If you like that, you can head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where, of course, you can support the show, the company, and your friends. I don't know. I uh, ran out of a third one there for you. <laughs> of course, you can go over there. You can be part of the show with your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the PlayStation Sun. Uh, of course, over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can get your name right on the show. You can get the show ad free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every episode and of course you can be watching live just like the Lou is my dog Nick 96 is Demetrius is Rolos racer is of course if you have no bucks to toss our way though it's no big deal there's a new episode of PS I love you XO XO posted each and every Tuesday morning 6 a.m pacific time youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday oh there it is Jen moved a bunch of plants around. So I'm not as encroached by plants anymore, so I had more space to move all my garbage out. So my my Thor hammer was away. Each and every Tuesday, There it is. You know, around the globe, whatever it is, I got it. it's in the you know the rhythm. I'm gonna refresh over here. Do we have any more? Did anybody make me a no? No, still no video yet of Dishonored yet. You know what I mean? I'll let messed. you know right
1: now. I'm listening to a video of Breath of the Wild. I'm waiting. This a video is called Breath of the Wild Unedited, Eating 108 Acorns in a Row, and I'm very excited for when he starts scarfing these things. Down.
0: He hasn't even started yet. How long is the intro? Are you still on the what the the Quip ad? Or what is going on? <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm there now. Oh, so he he does have a crunch. He does have a crunch to it. Basically, basically, it's not good enough for you to remember. I mean, how how many hours of Breath of the
0: Wild did you play? You know what I mean? You don't remember. A lot. Yeah, Yeah. no, this is not good
1: enough. That was a good pregnant pause. That was a good
0: pregnant <laughs> Definitely some people like looked at a, their phone on that one. So I look at their phone one. and like,
1: what the fuck? And then they got a car. Thing.
0: Don't look at your phone while you're driving. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Don't do it. You see the numbers going, you think something's wrong. Nothing was wrong. Everything is okay. Here we go. I like this. This is when we talk about kind of funny best friends and the initiative they have. I'm talking about Ryan Hayes, who in the live chat says, I had to re-download Dishonored. I'm gonna get that video in a bit." <laughs> we are getting this fucking crunch by the end of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Who bander sn says Yoshi eating fruit is a fun sound. But yeah, no,
1: like, yeah. that's a good that, one. That, I mean, that's, that's not one. that's not the crunch no, really, it, but it's it an iconic sound.
0: It's an eating sound, though. You know what I mean? It is. It takes me back. I mean, it's it not like a it's not a regular eating. I'm sorry, sound,
2: we though. started this conversation with crunch sounds, not eating. You're right. Yeah, and like that's right. a very
1: specifically that's a specifically Yoshi sound. You know, yeah. like I'm talking about something that that you hear that sounds ubiquitous. Oh, that could be in any game, but this game did it so well that I had to shout it out. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, and also it's Ray not Ryan I, I read too fast and these are these, you know I know, mean, whatever anyways but uh, housekeeping for you uh, Ray Hayes is on the case uh, housekeeping for you uh, the Snyder cut in review is finally done and if you combine both parts it's longer than Zack Snyder's Justice League you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny to see us rank it alongside the rest of the DCEU and in that second half watch Kevin just have a breakdown just lose his mind it's pretty great uh, you get that youtube.com slash kind of funny you can get it on podcast services around the globe as in Review. Be like our Patreon producers at nanobiologist, aka Mick Abramson, uh Tyler Ross, Joy, aka Joseph Oyoussef, Trent Barry, Mizuki, uh, Man Bear Paradox, Julian the Gluten Free Gamer, Alex J. Sandoval, Sancho West Gaming, uh James Hastings, uh, Elliot, Casey Kern. Today we're brought to you by Express
1: VPN, but for now, let's start the show with topic of the show. Tots, 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 tots. at at z davy on twitter replies to me and says max pain in the painkillers and i think i recall this yeah Yeah. it was like a rattle sound
0: that's terrible yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it was like that though yeah
1: i feel like that's i see i feel like that's another one that like the crunch you can identify multiple games that have a good rattle
0: oh man that's a great that would be a great bless who that you could assemble for Gamescast, yeah. you don't watch if you're, oh, a Patreon, if yeah, you're on patreoncom slash kind of, funny games. Uh, yeah. of course, Blessing quizzes us with a game called Bless You that he made up and did not steal from IGN UK podcast. Uh, but all. it's evolved into a million other things. If you got a bunch of different sound effects and then we try to figure out what game, yeah, they're from, what game? That's mm, from. That's
1: actually genius. Mm, I'm going to do that. Mm,
0: yeah, we'll just you know source it to the audience. You don't have time to go through and listen to all these sound effects. Yeah. Also, Greg, don't study.
1: I mean, don't study. Honestly, that'll probably be easier.
0: Where would I even start? I don't know. I have to watch Blessings' Twitter. I guess I don't even know. All right. Topic of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Usually, as you know, this show goes up Tuesday at 6 a.m., which usually means about 5 a.m. Sony says something, and we our episode is not in tuned with it at all. There's a whole bunch of PlayStation news to catch up on for the week, but topic of the show is coming breaking news today or at least a breaking rumor from thegamer.com where kirk McKean writes ps3 vita and psp stores to be permanently closed in a few months the ps3 ps vita and playstation portable stores aren't long for this world according to a source familiar with the situation verified by the gamer the stores are due to be closed down from july the announcement is planned for the end of this month PSP's and PS3's uh, stores are to be closed on July 2nd, while the PS Vita store will stay open until August 27th. After those dates, you will no longer be able to purchase digital copies of games or DLC for any of the Sony consoles mentioned above. The PS3 released in November 2006. total of 87 million units during its lifetime the console officially ended production four years ago after 11 successful years on the market and three model redesigns the psp joins uh, enjoyed similar success selling around uh, 81 million units uh, since its release in march 2005 and then it's Greg here. I need to tell you about the PlayStation Vita. It's still alive. It's still amazing. And don't rem- and forget that you know it's Jap- Japanese 10th anniversary, December February of next year. 10th anniversary here in America. Uh, if you own any of these three consoles and you've always wanted to download a specific game, now is the time. No doubt, the price of physical games will jump up once the stores cease to exist blessing i know you talked about the granular level of this on games daily today and obviously mm-hmm. we have a different audience with the uh, of UXOxo, and so, so i still want to talk about it but i do want to talk about it from even going ground up right this is a rumor it's from thegamer.com they say they have sources but it is also the fact that this is inevitable this is going to happen and
1: i think it's a huge problem for playstation am i wrong mm-hmm. no i think you're absolutely right like one of my big points with this that frustrate, frustrates me a little bit is that this sucks from both the game audience perspective and the game preservation preservation perspective, where you look at games on the PS3 store and games on the PS Vita store and PSP store uh, that are either digital only or especially if we're talking about DLC, that stuff is going to go away and disappear to time, right? And there are going to be things here and there that might help preserve it. You know, piracy is going to be a big factor in keeping these things alive in some sort of way, but that is not the perfect solution, obviously. Uh, and so, yeah, I think this is a, a bummer. I think is the... I think... The biggest thing for me that that makes this a bummer is that it feels like PlayStation doesn't even try to preserve these things that well. You have solutions like PlayStation Now. You have games being remastered here and there. You have things like PS2 to PS4, which is a thing that felt like it existed momentarily right, and was just kind of left alone after that. Uh, But there isn't really a wide um, – there's not really a bigger effort from PlayStation to go back and – make sure that games from the PS3 era are playable in a digital form or make sure that those games are available same with Vita same with uh PSP and so something like Severed comes to mind immediately even though I think Severed is Severed 1 one had a limited edition physical version and it's also available on iOS but if neither of those things happened that means that at a at a, at a point when this these stores go down Stubborn is just no more playable. And that is an awesome title from Drinkbox, and that gets lost to time. Uh, that's, again, a bad example because there are ways to get that game other well, than. I, Vita, I mean, Kebabs
0: but. writes in with que- uh Kebab writes in, I think, wrapping and really reflecting a lot of my thoughts on this, right? Kebabs writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can, and says, The loss of the PS3, PlayStation, PSP, PS3, Vita stores is a sad thing. They've been one of the best ways to play PS1 games if you're not into if you don't own the original hardware. And on Vita you can map any camera controls to the right stick. Certain noteworthy games like Pain, infamous Festival of Blood and Ratchet and Clank Future Quest for Booty are also digital only in most almost all regions, meaning they'll be lost forever. And as physical games get harder to find on certain for and certain titles like Suikoden and Two go for ludicrously high prices, these stores were fantastic ways to get them quick for responsible prices. Parentheses, though, Megamind, the blue defender on PSP is still going for sixty dollars. I didn't Hell verify yeah, it, but that's baby. awesome. <laughs> I didn't verify it, but that is fucking awesome. While I understand the business move of shutting down the stores on three aging platforms, it would ultimately feel ir- irresponsible if Sony didn't. Uh, I can't re- read today. It would also ultimately feel irresponsible if Sony does not have a contingency plan for the future. If they don't, I hope these reactions are getting the ball rolling. My mind wanders uh, to the PS3 filter on the PS5 game library. I hope that's a sign of things to come. And that's where this is all wrapped up, right? Where there's multiple camps of what's going on i think all are right in some regards uh in terms of well like this is you can't buy new games the stores are going away if you already downloaded them you'll or if you already have the games or already had them purchased you should still be able to download them Mm -hmm. that could be that that's how it should go and what it should be that is not this is an official word from playstation so again i want to make sure we're guarding in case something happens in between the show or when you hear it but like The way this should work is that, yeah, obviously you paid for these games, you own these games, you should be able to still download them from the network, even if the store isn't up and running. Uh, So that's not even the issue of your games are being taken away from you as much as new people aren't able to go get those games. And so that's where we come back to this issue, right? And you pull from Kebabs' question. We talk about how if you... suddenly fell into infamous if you wanted to start playing infamous again right you're going to pick up that ps3 you're going to put put infamous one on there you're going to put infamous two on there and yeah you're going to maybe want to go download uh festival of blood but you won't be able to when you hear us talk about this game that was like this weird thing where vampires invaded empire city and it was you know this download only and it was a you know a, 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 a not a dream it was a story zeke was telling in a bar to impress somebody like that's a quirky, cool thing, and it's nice that you could go get that and you could go play that, but once this happens, if it happens, you won't be able to actually do that anymore. And so that's where you get into this thing of, like, sure, if you own it, great, you own it, and it's still there, theoretically. Uh, but if you're somebody who's just getting onboarded onto this stuff, this is a game that now becomes vaporware, and you can't get it through any traditional means.
1: Yeah, and you also have games that I that I think you can learn a lot from. When you talk about the preservation aspect of it, Like there are certain games that, that have come out over the years that could either teach, teach lesson, lessons to developers you can get ideas from especially when you talk about the um the uh innovation of indie games on the platform you know we're talking about ps3 xbox 360 era you look at a lot of those games that are probably digital only and i'm sure there are, there's a lot you can pull just from an educational standpoint uh there um and it's a, i think it's especially a bummer because these aren't games that are super old right these aren't like it's not like yeah. you're pulling you're trying to pull games from 1956 or so, or something like that right and i understand that video games in 1956 were a different thing if even existed by that point probably not um but we're talking about games that existed in like 2009 and we're talking about the ps vita right we're talking about like 2011 2012 2013 these aren't ancient games and they're becoming unavailable to 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 get new ones And I, for me when i think about what the internet has brought to video games and the digital re- digital revolution and what, you know, the on- online con- online connectivity has brought to video games. I feel like the opposite should be happening. I feel like that should mean that we're getting more availability for 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 games that were limited by physical release, right? We should be getting more access to games from the PS1, PS2, PS3 era, PS Vita, PSP era. And for PlayStation that just isn't that that isn't the case and I feel like there should be a push from them. If they're shutting down these stores to, to at least at least appear as if they're making an effort, you know that's one of the reasons why I'm such a fan of what Xbox does with their backwards compatibility because not only do they try and uh, pull forward a lot of games that they have from their legacy consoles, they also do things to improve those games, whether that be FPS boost or yep. remastering or. Um, uh, you know the the uh, boosting that you get from the Xbox Series X and S, right? Like there, there are a number of different things that help bring those games forward. Not only in the uh, in the I want to play an Xbox, an original Xbox game sense, but in the hey, we're gonna take original Xbox games and make them better. And at least there, even if an Xbox, even if the Xbox store shuts down, there's still there's still some semblance of. Hey, at least I can maybe get these games in the future or hey, at least there's something being done to try and to try and keep these games going forward uh from a preservation aspect. On PlayStation on PlayStation you're not you don't really have that at all.
0: And yeah, that's the crazy disappointing thing about this you hope that you know again this being a rumor from the gamer.com that if it all holds true and at the end of the month playstation does come out and say hey yeah these things are going away that they have some messaging behind it as to what their plan is if they're like you know today imran tweeted right uh Sony shutting down old stores isn't shocking. Jim Ryan has been pretty outspoken in his belief that old games are just uninteresting and he doesn't understand the fascination with preserving them. And then it's, I believe this is a polygon report that Imran screenshotted quote, when we've dabbled with backwards compatibility, I can say it is one of those features that isn't much requested, but I'm sorry. It is one of those features that is much requested, but not actually used much. Sony's head of global sales, Jim Ryan said to time this week, again, I'm taking polygon screenshot understandable enough Uh, but then he goes on quote that and i was at a gran turismo event recently where they had ps1 ps2 ps3 and ps4 games he continued and the ps1 and ps2 games they looked ancient like why would anybody want to play why would anybody play this end quote from him which of course is one quick snippet very different thing and we could be conflating and confusing exactly what games preservation means but more than anything yeah this is yet the most recent example of the different ecosystems xbox and playstation are making and it's not bizarre it's clearly been the writing on the wall forever we've talked about this the fact that the playstation 4 or playstation 5 i can't just take playstation 4 disc playstation 3 disc pop them in playstation 2 discs right we all remember the mark cerny gdc image where we wanted to fill in a million rows underneath it like All of that has spoken to them having these walled gardens and what they are. And this could very much be an in the moment thing of how if we talk about Festival of Blood on the podcast, how many people are legitimately going to go download Festival of Blood on their, their PlayStation 3? I don't know. But it is this latest chasm between Xbox and PlayStation where, yes, the Xbox ecosystem is thank you for being an Xbox fan. Here's everything you've ever bought on Xbox. Here are all these things that we're making better, even though you're not asking us to do. Whereas PlayStation continues to be, Hey, here's PlayStation. And this is what you're getting this generation. We believe in hard generational transitions.
1: Yeah. And I, I think we've heard the sentiment from them a few times of nobody showing up for backwards compatible games. Like who's going to, who's going to play these? Like they're, they're, they're not selling and all that stuff. And I don't, know if i believe them like i don't know if i believe that there is not interest in backwards compatible games i believe that maybe in the way that they've treated backwards compatibility so far that there there hasn't been the sales or the numbers that they probably looked for from things like ps2 to ps4 and other efforts to have any sort of backwards compatible stuff on the during the ps3 era also but i i think you could also, I, I think, if you put an effort to making backwards compatible stuff something that would be interesting, then you would see people show up for it. Because right now, with with the Bethesda acquisition from Microsoft, right, like they put all those games on Game Pass. And I've seen so many people go back and play older Bethesda games. I've Mm -hmm. seen people. I'm I'm playing New Vegas. I've seen other people go back and try out games like Oblivion and Morrowind. I think Tim even try uh, went back and tried out. I forget if it was Dishonored or some other game that got FPS boost in order in order to see what it's about. And for PlayStation, yeah, like straight up, straight up like porting PS2 games over on PS5 might not gauge as much interest as you're looking out uh, as you're looking for in order to make that. Makes sense from a financial sense but if you did something like fps boost if you if you did 4k uprising if you put in work to actually making these old things feel new in any sense then i think you would see people actually show interest and be like oh shoot i might check this out imagine if you did a and actually they did do this on ps3 generation right like they did the the god of war collections they did the jack and Mm daxter collections they did shadow Shadow colossus and eco right and they remastered that shit and at least I showed up for a couple of those. I got the Shadow Colossus and Eco collection, and I got the Ratchet and Clank collection. And I know other people who got a few of those collections. It's hard for me to believe that that isn't a viable strategy for them. It's hard for me to, it's hard for me to believe that people didn't show up, for, show up for that, and people wouldn't continue to show up for things like that.
0: Here's the thing, as I think you're, you're walking into a million great conversations right now. Mm-hmm. It's, I do believe I do believe Jim Ryan He's like people that aren't sh- people say they want backwards compatibility, but we don't see them actually want backwards compatibility because I think what they are seeing is, okay, cool. We'll put backwards compatibility in something, but, it doesn't get used that much as you say it would uh hey you know how many people are clamoring saying they want uh backwards compatibility on their uh playstation 5 but guess what it's selling fine without it or playstation 4 selling fine without having the entirety of it there right and even whatever i mean PlayStation's a corporation right and wants to make as much money as fucking possible so as we've already talked about or did we talk about any of these things of like you know playstation or ps1 games right being able to get them and play yeah it was uh, kebabs right talked about this uh being able to play your ps1 games on your ps3 on your vita right Guess what? Those must not have sold for shit if they're not if they cuz they've never bothered to make that happen on PS4, they've never bothered to make it happen on PlayStation 5. And so what they have done is what you're talking about of. Here's a remastered uh collection or here's a remastered game, here's a collection of games that have come before all on one disc, all in one package. Like those must have been the franchises that people were clamoring for and being loud enough for or they were using it as marketing to promote the sequel for whatever game was coming up. But you figure in so many ways that is Going, the viable, the viable solution for what PlayStation sees is that they see it as cool, you know what? Maybe when God of War 2 comes out, or when we're in the real lead-up to it, because it ain't this fucking year, they'll be like, you know what? We are bundling together all the God of Wars that came before, obviously not 2018, but the ones that came before that in some kind of remastered crazy collection that you can play and pay, again, 70 bucks for and double dip on, rather than dig out your multiple consoles and discs to go back and get it. If you wanted to, you could, obviously, but not that they'll make it easy for you to go bust out your PS3 and go get your games that way. Like, Mm -hmm. it's... All strategy, and that's what's fascinating and weird about it. Where uh, the elimination here and the broad stroke of it for me, I don't, I you know, even though there are the ratchet clanks and the festival of bloods and stuff. That's not the game I look at and cry for. I cry for like, oh man, no! If you don't own the, if I when I talk about the last guy, there's no way for you to ever go pick up the last guy when that code is out there and in the in the ether, it's somewhere for you to go grab. And how cool would it be if we were in the Xbox ecosystem where all that's there? It's all back there. You can go get it. You can still play that if you want to, right? Blinks or whatever the fuck everybody's always talking about uh, over on Xbox mm. and Geometry Wars and things like that. Like, it's this i don't know it's just as we it's two companies with very different mindsets for how yeah. they're
1: treating their audiences I, I guess my thing too is i i just think about games like mildew solid 4 for example that hasn't gotten a good port onto any other platform than the ps3 and what you know if you if you look at fps boost and what that and and sure. all, all the other things that that microsoft does in in, in uh, bringing forward their legacy games i i i I, I could imagine the amount of excitement there would be if you had the same thing on the PlayStation side, where it was, "Hey, Mega Solid One, Mega Solid Two, Three, and Four are getting, you know, Uprest, four K, uh, uh FP, FPS boost for uh, for the ones that matter, right? Like those same enhancements that you see, that would entice people to go back. I like I I definitely get I definitely understand the strategy portion of it because I do. I, I do think that you get to a point where you're going through all your games, and across the board, it's like cool, it doesn't make sense to do all this because for most of these games, what are the games that be what are the games people are showing up for? It makes sense to do do the few that people are, but when you're when when that is leading to games getting lost in the shuffle right like even even the obscure games that it might seem like people don't care about or aren't talking about mm-hmm. then it's for me it's it, it just turns into a bummer for me it turns into a thing of like just why not like go for it i know i know it's a thing of hey you're not making much financial gain off of this but as a as a service to the industry and again i know this is a business but as a service to the industry and the service to video like video game preservation and all that stuff like find a way to and bring see that but that's the, that's
0: again where we're coming to and i can't yeah. believe how black and white this generation is making it Of mm. all right cool you said it yourself like this isn't moving like i i'm sitting here being like oh man the last guy maybe i was gonna inspire grand total in the next seven years 10 people five people to go download the last guy right like it's not really yeah. gonna happen it's the same way over in the chat as this is going on levi hunt is like calling all cars was a big one for me like yeah fuck yeah i loved calling all cars when that dropped but like Th- that wasn't one that stood out to me. as like, Oh my God, we're losing this thing. But it did to you. There's all these one-off games that are so small that nobody's going to care about, or at least that's what PlayStation expects. Nobody to care about when this goes away. Yeah. And this isn't, and again, these games still exist for us, for you. If you have them on your, you know, uh, your profile that they're there for you, but like, but for new, for new
1: people to come in, it, it,
0: it's impossible. That, and so that you start to really ask that question of who's, who's this generation, whose argument for video games is going to win out is it playstations which is that playstation 5 is here it's the shiny new box playstation 4 to here is backwards compatible and everything's there and we're moving forward and this is how it is or is it xbox that's talking about one gigantic ecosystem that is the you know entirety of everything they've ever done and they're doing game pass and they're doing these things and again uh, there's a question coming up later that's the same question the age-old question of has playstation reverted back to its ps3 hubris of just being a corporation and not being personable at all whereas xbox is phil spencer and Aaron Greenberg and Major Nelson and all these people that are in front of the camera talking to you as a human being and talking to you about the games and where does that go? And again, we're talking about with Bethesda, right? Like it's the argument. we, We talked about this last week, so I'm summarizing if you're just new. The argument I've heard for years of. You guys, it being us that, you know, get our games for review, don't understand the, the the $60, $70 now, right? You don't understand what that means. Well, if that's true, then Xbox and Game Pass should run away with this, this generation. Like, everybody should be fawning all over them, and they should have a huge influx. Is it that, or is it that people will pay, as I gesture back here to my PlayStation 5, they will pay for top tier amazing exclusives and that'll keep you in an ecosystem right mm-hmm. like again there i mean there's so many things at right at the moment that are happening where it's this uh, us talking about right now and like it, it, backwards compatibility i think actually muddies the waters for what we're talking about right cuz we're not even talking about backwards compatibility you're talking about just give uh, any way to get these games right before when it was yeah. like oh playstation 5 is not backwards compatible it's like well if you really care about whatever ps3 game hold on to your ps3 right and again that argument still rings true because you could still already have it you still if this is true you have weeks uh, months to redeem it right to get in there and get what you actually want but it just rings hollow then for people coming forward who would come mm-hmm. late but who's doing that yada 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 it's I- a ball of wax i'm sorry go ahead
1: yeah, I was, well, I was gonna say in terms of like the like keeping your PS3 stuff and all that stuff, right? Like, I, a, a, a weird thing for this is, I guess, when I think of backwards compatibility, I just think of unifying the the stores. And I know that is one thousand percent a thing of when they're creating the PS3, they probably weren't thinking too far ahead in terms of where digital gaming is gonna go and how to make the stuff compatible going forward. They're probably very much thinking of the now with the PS3. And so I'm sure there are reasons why the PS3 store and the PSP store and probably the Vita store are separated out. From the the uh, PS4 stores and the PS5 stores in terms of architecture, which is why you would probably want to sunset the PS3 stores because, and I, may, may, maybe I'm giving them, maybe I'm not giving them, I don't know, but I ma- I imagine that you are sunsetting that because that is a thing of hey we got to we got to keep this up and maintain it and it's not it's not enough for us to make. there's there's not enough there for us to want to maintain it and keep it up we might as well just sunset this thing and focus on ps4 sure it's costing them money
0: it's back to the business side of it how much revenue are these storefronts actually bringing in
1: yeah uh i also want to shout out the fact that this also means a lot when we're talking about dlc you know because we think about we think about the games that we're losing but you know, a lot of games had definitive editions that came with DLC on the box, thankfully, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. those will still be available in some form. But we're going to we're going to say goodbye to so many games, game DLC that was only available through download through this, and that is a almost maybe as big of a thing as some of the some of the smaller games are losing. So I just want to shout that out real quick. Andy writes in to kindofunny.com
0: no. yeah handy. slash patreon that works and says is ps now not the answer to the old playstation stores shutting down it is already there just need it is already there just needs changing to suit but could be a very competitive move when combined with playstation plus
2: you need to add the content exactly
0: i mean like that's there's already yeah there's plenty of ps3 games and stuff up on playstation now already right there's like a but handful it is of that.
2: ps2 and then nothing for ps1
0: yeah and it's that thing yeah. of like how do, yeah what do you do for that like why why that's there's not going to be a magic bullet fix to this if this is true they're not coming out at the end of the month and saying guess what we're t- shutting down the stores but all the games are moving to PlayStation Plus or uh, PlayStation now that's not mm-hmm. happening so that's like it's back to like actually putting the stuff on there that people are looking for, right? And trying to figure it out. And even when you talk about PlayStation Two classics, right, which is something we saw last generation, and I think are the ones that are on PlayStation now, right? Those were the very specific Hot Shots Tennis and the things people, I guess, were super demanding. Not every game was up that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. PS2 to PS4. Like I remember seeing Rockstar games and Dark Cloud like a lot and the ja- on, on the, the, the PS2, to, PS2
2: to PS4. was on there too.
1: Yeah, and that felt like it was it. I know there are things here and there also on PS2 to PS4. There but was like there were weird. It decisions
2: outside of that. They're like really weird. Like what? Like ten people probably are psyched about this, but like why is this a decision? So yeah,
1: you- no, there are definitely those. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're, what you're talking about. Um, and see, that's where we get back to it. I and mean, you
0: know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. there's you come right back to the crux of the issues is that there's ten people who cared about those, right? Like again, PlayStation's not making these moves out of spite. You know, they're doing all of this based on the numbers they are seeing, the return on investment they're getting. They're very business focused, right? Xbox is very gamer focused and PlayStation is very much business focused, which some, it benefits the gamers in some. In, in it's a different way, right? Different regard. It's capitalism. So the question here becomes then, though, like. I, I don't like that they're doing this. I don't like that they're removing uh, the stores. I wish people were able to go get them and stuff. Does this mean I'm not going to play PlayStation anymore? Of course not. I'm excited for everything coming up on PlayStation. It's still my main p- p- thing of platforming, right? Uh, you know, there was this brouhaha over the week, or over the week since we've been gone of, yeah, you know, Avengers PS5 dropped. You want to get your save off the PS4? It was, of course, completely convoluted to do it, and people, and not even convoluted, it was complicated, and people were fucking it up, and things were going wrong, and they already downloaded a whole bunch of different ball whacks. There's a question about it later, and there were so many people going like, "Hey, man, smart delivery is pretty smart now, isn't it?" And like, understandably taking a victory lap because yeah, that's way better than this. Did that make people turn off their PlayStation Five and be like, you know what, they're right, I'm getting a Series X, probably not. Like, it's this thing of like, how many of these things are just momentary fly in the ointment, right? Like I was talking to somebody else about this over the weekend about the Avengers thing. And they're like, see, it's another example of this and it's just going to get worse. I'm like, no, we're like already through the storm like what what other cross platform games are you waiting for that are com- where you're going to upgrade to the PS5 version like and at that point won't we already know of like all right cool you have to keep the PS4 version of the game on the thing we already I already went through this with Borderlands I every the thing people were bitching about with Avengers this past week understandably so by the way it's it's not and I'm gonna try to put on the user it's a mm. shitty way I wish this isn't how it worked on PlayStation five but I already did this with Borderlands where I was like Borderlands five jobs tomorrow great and I think I all right I did I already already di- deleted Borderlands. Uh, Borderlands uh, 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 three. three from my, uh, the PlayStation Four version, and then it was I turned up five, and it's like okay, cool. Upload. I'm like oh, motherfucker, jump out, download Borderlands four. You know, I come in, get my save off the cloud, mm. put it in there, upload it, come back out, come into PS five. Like there's all these little things that are they're all little things. Like do they ever add up to make every- you make people go oh, I'm out of here? Like I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm going to Xbox.
1: I don't see. I don't. I don't think they ever add up to that. To that point, but I do think you know you mentioned you, you mentioned right that we're like pretty much already through the storm or at least nearing there in terms of the transitional stuff from PS4 to to PS5 and the in the cross platform saves and all that stuff. but I do think that the difficulty we're seeing here with a lot of this stuff is are more so symptoms than the actual problem because I could mm. see I think the more and more we make it through this generation and the more and more we're seeing innovation and quality of life stuff and other se- other stuff that uh that is going on on the xbox side of things and the more we see things like game pass grow out and the more that we more we see things like you know i don't i don't i don't i don't expect for backwards compatibility stuff to be over for xbox like i still expect there to be like more expansions i'm sure i'm sure once you get like as xbox acquires more studios they're probably going to make uh, more, even more games available through that. Like, I, I expect to, I expect to see Xbox continue to do what Xbox has been doing over the last few years. And I think once we get that over over on the PlayStation side of things, things will continue to look more and more like a. All right, what are we doing here? Like, what's going on PlayStation? Why? Like, why why is there so much going on in the Xbox side of things in terms of innovation and quality of life stuff? And over here, we're getting great games, but the platform feels like it's struggling a little bit in terms of the 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 uh, either like UI stuff or small things here and there or quality, like quality of, life, of life competitive stuff,
0: advantage yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's and also yeah, like, yeah just feeling I
0: like expect. do they care about you right like mm-hmm. again the thing about Xbox that's rad is like all your you I saw people t- uh, responding to this uh, the news of it today and tweeting about it right I'm just like. You know, for as much as you talk about if you're in the PlayStation camp or the Xbox camp or whatever, right, there is this idea of the lineage to it. You know, I mean, over on the X cast, one of my favorite uh, segments they opened up about was like talking about their first gamer tags and all the history behind that and yada, yada, yada. And hearing some like Mike's stories of like his friend whose mother had to sign up, sign him up for his gamer. It's like fun shit like that. Right. And it's like there is that lineage to it. And so. This feeling of you're restarting every PlayStation generation to some regard. It's different now with PlayStation 4, obviously. And I do think there was a smoother transition this time around. And again, you mm-hmm. do think to some regard, okay, cool. Now that we're here, we're probably never resetting the servers again. We're probably never turning off the store again.
1: Fingers but crossed. Exactly. Like, that's Who, my, that's knows? My thing. Who knows? Who knows about it? Because I was talking about this before that if the PS6 comes out and after a few months, PlayStation's like, cool, we're sunsetting the PS4 store. That sounds like a ridiculous idea. That sounds asinine for we've, where we've gotten with digital gaming. But part of me is like, cool, I'm not going to count it out, given what, given what we just got, given the dynamic, uh, the 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 difference between PlayStation right now and Xbox right now, and how on Xbox you're like, cool, I'm getting more and more of the games from, from uh, the Xbox and 360 uh, added onto the platform each and every year, each and every month or whatever, right? Like, on the PlayStation side, it does feel like you are... Uh, it does feel like we're, we're losing more than we're getting when it comes to, to, to legacy. And so for what I'm, what I'm looking to the, towards the future, my hopes aren't all the way up. My expectation is that, yeah, no, they figured it out now and these games will carry on forward forever. But, you know, you can't, you can't really make that statement cut and dry, at least yet. Yeah, 100%. Um, and yeah, this PS
0: Now seems to be on the tip of everybody's tongue about it. The nanobiologist wrote into patreon.com slash games and says, regarding the PS3 Vita store's closing, it doesn't affect me, but it just shows one major flaw with PlayStation, their lack of intentional support for PS Now. I'll elaborate. The biggest issue about PS Now is you need to stream PS3 games is you need to stream ps3 games and that hasn't been addressed years later and feels like support for that has just stopped as they focus on adding newer games occasionally uh, that last a couple of months on the service how big of a win would it be to say quote hey we know we're not going to make money on this anymore on on the stores let's just add them all to the ps now collection end quote or not for a major discount add them to your ps now collection now and play them on your ps4 slash ps5 Xbox doesn't have uh, every 360 game available on backwards compatibility, but that list is still slowly expanding and are improving those games with the Series S slash X hardware, new software being implemented. I get why. Oh, this, that, was, that was the end of it. Sorry, that runs into somebody else's thing. Exactly, right? Of like, I, the, again, it's this thing of like what you're saying there, right? Is like, hey, we know we're not going to make money on this anymore, so let's add them to the PlayStation Now collection. That sounds way more like an Xbox move than it does a PlayStation move playstation is playstation is making broad strokes to support mainstream success which you can sit there and be like oh it's corporate oh it's this it is it is all these things it is them trying to serve as many people as possible and then xbox is still trying to get goodwill and gamers on their side and so that xbox is a battle of attrition right it's it's chip damage it's it's making a platform stronger and stronger and stronger so that It is easier one day to say, oh, man, I'd rather go there or getting to this point of like you want to go play some old game. You've heard us talk about on the PlayStation 3 or PS2 era, you know, Xbox era. And you go, oh, man, it's not there, but it is over on Xbox. I can't go get it that way. And you jump in there.
2: we We need to give up on being able to download PS3 games to PS4 or PS5, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Which, is yeah, which is ridiculous that PlayStation like, now
0: is you can only stream PS3 games. Like, yeah, because yeah, I haven't I've figured been, out
1: a way to do that. Come on. A lot of people have been have been talking about, uh, you know, PS Now is a solution to all this, and I think like it's a solution is not it's not the solution. Like, there's not really a perfect solution out there for all this. But yeah, the fact that you can't download certain games on PS Now, you can't download like PS3 games, PS2 games, all that stuff. I feel you can like du- makes can it, it a,
2: PS2 and PS4 games. It's just PS3 games. Because oh, it's just the, PS3 games? Okay. It's just PS3 games specifically because of the way PS3 games had to be developed. The cell. Yeah, yeah the of cell course. or whatever. The cell um, processor. So that's, that's, for some reason, being able to download shit like that from the cloud uh, onto your console still does not work with your console.
1: Yeah, and it's ridiculous.
0: Very much so. Levi Hunt says what I think a lot of us feel, right? This conversation makes me sad because I'm 100% PlayStation with legacies, exclusives, nostalgia, et cetera, but Xbox has the mindset
2: I wish PlayStation had, and I think that's yeah. exactly it. Again, Where... Jim Ryan said, fuck nostalgia.
0: <laughs> that, you know, that's exactly what he said in so many words, man. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah. again, that's legitimately the thing, and it's this, but I don't, I find myself in such a thing of like, obviously the stores are going to shut down at some point obviously a business decision it's crazy to think that we just launched a new hardware a new console that didn't have some kind of solution for this some kind of way to get to the, all those games like remember again when we were talking about playstation 5 at gdc we had all that stuff you assumed like oh or you hoped yeah. that was all going to oh, fill the in. blank
1: spaces yeah we're going to fill in with ps but i also PS3. get
0: like i am the guy who you know infamously for years on game scoop at IGN would say old game is old right because I'm personally the kind of gamer that doesn't go back often. I, you know, I do. We did, you know, Peace Walker here, and we've played other older games. We're playing Ratchet and Clank right now, obviously, but that's a little bit wishy washy because it's like for free this month. But you understand what yeah. I mean? Like, there are games that go back, but. I'm not a Jared Petty. I'm not a collector. I'm not you know somebody who has like you know like uh, Brit Brombrocker from a uh, 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 what's good, what's good with her w- woman cave and all the games. It's like I'm just not or Austin Creed with all his collection of every Sega Saturn. Like that's just never been me. And that's me personally. And I bet like I'm what the I'm more like the. Uh, I am the kind of gamer that I guess is the mainstream for PlayStation, where they are mm-hmm. seeing that they're putting out these older things. They're do they when they test the water for something older, it's just not hitting. So why would they ever double down on it? So I can sit here now and be right there with Levi, where I'm like, this is sad. Like I have you know, oh man, Last Guy and all that shit. When was the last time I was ever turning any of those things on to play? Like it's all you're talking about is like, um, you know, wanting a security blanket. It's nice to know it's there. It's you know, was it a. Uh, it, yeah, way back in the day when we were doing uh, other shows and uh, whatever, I don't even remember. Maybe just fucking around. Colin would always talk about cable where I don't watch it, but I like to know it's there. <laughs> I like to know if I wanted to go, I could do it. And that's exactly what this is. It's nice to know that if you wanted to stop right now, boot up a PS3 and go in and get whatever DLC you never played for whatever game you loved, it's there. But does it really matter in the end? Were you ever going to go do that? PlayStation's making the bet saying you you weren't, that you weren't going to go do that. And their stats probably back it up but i mean there's no but their stats back it up and so like yeah. it would have to be a drastic change and shift for it to actually matter to people
1: yeah i i mean i think there'd be something there and i'm not a bit i'm obviously not like a business person or a like a manager or leader or whatever over at playstation so they obviously know way more way more than i do but for me in the way that i think of this and a way the way that i think about what xbox does on their side right like i i think they're is a viable strategy in in celebrating legacy and being able to to say, hey, you know, this this week we're bringing I don't know Burnout Three Takedown to to the store, right? Or we're we're highlighting Burnout Three Takedown and and how awesome the Burnout series was for PlayStation. Oh, this week we're highlighting Mega This week we're highlighting Gran Turismo and the Legacy of Gran Turismo by by uh, putting the pre- all the Gran Turismo's on sale. Like I think there is so much you can do there in terms of building like. Building this ecosystem that, ex- that your audience gets excited about and hyped about. Granted, I guess you already have that a lot with uh, the stable of first parties. When you look at characters like Aloy and you look at Ellie and you look at Last of Us and Uncharted and all, in all the first party games, you kind of have that. But I feel like you're missing out on way more of that by, all- by not having a lot of those games available to play.
0: 100%. I want to see if there's anyone I want to get in here before we move on to anything else. Hmm... No, I feel like we're just beating a dead horse here. I like this. The, mm-hmm. Kevin had a uh, Kevin wrote in, uh, the Portland Kevin, at uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny games Had a question, is this a bad move for Sony? I think we've gone around there, but I like that he lists yeah. a whole bunch of games that matter to him. I can think of about 15 games that I need to download from the store to my PS3 or Vita immediately just to be sure that I will have them in case I want to play them again. Does this look bad for Sony? Are they finally going to need, need a way to create PS3 games on PS4 and PS5? Uh, here's a list of games that i loved and will either be lost to the ps3 shutdown or will now be only playable on xbox 3d dot game heroes child of eden closure dead space 1 and 2 enslaved odyssey of the west everyday shooter fear 1 2 and 3 god of orgos of sparta Infamous's outland uh, pac-man championship edition dx portal 2 uh, puppeteer renegade ops Sh- shatter like he goes on and on a lot of these mm-hmm. games do have disc versions a lot of these games are on xbox yeah. but it is and that if, if you bought like, these
1: games already you're also good
0: Sure, yeah, exactly, but it's this ongoing thing of when you start thinking about, you know, the games that are there locked into these things, it gets interesting. Did Puppeteer get a physical version? It did. Puppeteer is physical as well, so you're fine on this. So, Kevin, and also, yeah, Kevin's saying these are his favorite games. I'm assuming you own these already digitally then. Again, we're assuming that this is going to be fine. (laughs) You can Mm -hmm. download your purchases, otherwise that's a way bigger problem about digital rights management, but we'll have to wait and see if this is even there, but it's, you know, another one of, like, I feel as PlayStation continues and continues and continues to kill it on the gaming front with their first party and the decisions that they're making there. It's more of these gamer choice, gamer uh, first choices that Xbox continue to kill it at. That we're just at odds on. And like mm-hmm. if they could, if you could just take the exclusives from one and the programs of another and put them together, mm-hmm. it'd be the one company oh nobody could stop, and it'd be called Google Stadia.
1: You think that's what it'd be called? Google I think that's, I mean, it's not a good name. You know what I mean? It, has, it is a good name. name. Yeah. Stadia is a good name. Rest in
0: peace. Uh, blessing. I do want to go uh, talk to our sponsors uh, before uh, we continue the show. But because we've waited so long, Ray Hayes did come through and recorded oh, some snap. dishonored footage for you and some audio. Barry, can we see this? He looks like he's about to eat a pear. We're going to see how this sounds. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, those are good. That's good. good I was was yelling, yeah, let me be silent for a second.
2: Yeah, that last one was hot. This is exactly
1: what I'm talking about.
2: I like how you're saying, let
0: me be silent (laughs) as you're still talking over.
1: (laughs) I think I remember it, especially because he he crunched on the grapes. Mm, 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 Like, that's something that that sticks with you. It's like, that's not how it sounds when you eat grapes. Like, look at this.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. why Why would
1: you sound like that when you're eating grapes? Also, did you eat the he, fucking,
2: like, They vine ate of the, the entire uh, vine <laughs> of grapes at the same time. That's why, bless. <laughs> it's
0: a good crunch. I like that crunch. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, while we keep geeking out about crunches, why don't you hear a word from our sponsors? Of course, you want to get the ads if you went to patreon.com slash games. But you didn't go there. You're here, so enjoy them. This episode of PS I Love You XOXO is brought to you by ExpressVPN. I know that none of you listening or watching this watch porn. But just in case you have any friends that do, you'll want to pay attention to this. With everything going on in the world, governments have increased their surveillance. (laughs) I didn't see that twist coming. I had read ahead on the first line. I didn't read the rest. They're using your devices to track your location, movements, and in many countries, your internet activity. You don't want. To be literally caught with your pants down and one of the best ways to keep your online browsing activity private is by using expressvpn when you use expressvpn your internet connect your internet connection is rerouted through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously without anyone looking over your shoulder look i know you probably think all you have to do is use incognito mode wait hold on bear do i not have to i have to do more than that According to ExpressVPN, yeah. And no one can see what you're watching. No one can see that you're watching every last hentai video on Pornhub, but you're wrong. Huh. Did not realize that. Even when you use incognito mode, your internet provider like Comcast or at and can see every single website you visit. And if you live on campus or use a shared Wi-Fi, your network admin can too. Huh. To be honest, that's kind of scary. That's why Kind of Funny backs ExpressVPN whenever we go online, and we recommend you do the same. Of course, we've talked about it before, ExpressVPN. Been used by Kevin for quite a long time. Not for the porn stuff. I think more for just business reasons, but now I'm thinking about it for the porn stuff. Uh, without ExpressVPN, you're giving people a free license to peek over your shoulder and see all the freaky shit you're looking at. This is the best ad I've ever read. So to protect your privacy today, you can get three months of ExpressVPN for free. Visit ExpressVPN expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s vpn.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny to learn more because when they started with porn and then immediately went to governments and then they cursed in it good job expressvpn blessing tell me about some of these playstation updates
1: greg let's start with this what do you want to see from a new playstation ip I ask because last week uh, we got Me? news. That, <laughs> we got news that Jay- oh yeah, no, you're you're the one making it making it. Uh, we got news that Jade Raymond's do independent studio Haven has been invested in by PlayStation. Uh, I'm gonna read quickly from Christopher Dring at GamesIndustry.biz. Jade Raymond has formed a new independent development team called Haven Entertainment Studios. Based in Montreal, Canada, the studio in its first game has received funding from PlayStation. The debut title will be an original IP for PlayStation. Uh, the reason why this is big news, obviously, is because Jade Raymond, she was doing work with uh, Stadia First Party Development. That got shut down, which meant that, uh, once again, a Jade Raymond project got shut down before she was able to to, uh, to reach completion with it. And so uh, coming off, off of that, I want to pull in this question from Lucid Dream, who writes in kind Patreon.com slash games and says this. The first thing that comes to mind when considering which single type of exclusive is missing from the upcoming PS5 roster would have to be a first-person game, either a shooter or an RPG. These are the types of games they'll be missing in the future now that Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda is complete. A brand new entry in the Killzone Resistance series with a, with modern updates and a compelling story could work, but I think a fresh IP would be a lot interesting. And there aren't as many first-person, narrative-based shooters these days when compared to the prior generation. Sony would, would just have to develop something that could differentiate itself from Halo, Call of Duty, and id software games. I also think a first-person RPG that can, that could compete with the likes of Skyrim, Fallout, and Cyberpunk could also work wonders. There's certainly a risk that PlayStation gamers are going to be cut off from Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6, and even an Outer World sequel. And we definitely aren't getting Perfect Dark or Avowed, so it would fill a void. And we saw how well Cyberpunk sold, so there's an appetite for these games. Uh, loose Dream, what kind kind of studios you would want to make a -hmm. PlayStation IP. But the reason I combine these two, obviously, is because Jade Raymond is working on a new PlayStation IP, and I think Loose Dream here brings up some good points in terms of... What holes does PlayStation need filling? Greg, where where do you want to start with there?
0: What holes of PlayStation <laughs> do we want to fill?
1: Uh
0: I think it's important to set like realistic expectations. I don't I mean, I hear what you're saying here with a shooter and an RPG, right? I don't think that's what uh Haven would be working on. I think Haven's IP will be smaller, right? They are an indie studio that is partnering with PlayStation on this IP, of course, but I don't expect them to come out with something gigantic, right? I think you you look at the wealth of amazing indies we have, and obviously it could be any kind of different game, but we I don't think it's going to be a shooter, and I don't think it's going to be an RPG. I would imagine it's somewhere in that third-person action-adventure realm, and it's. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was even more... 2d not even 2d i guess but you know what i'm talking about more of like an anchored view from a 2d perspective but i mean not making the game entirely 2d um just for i think is what you're doing is your first game of your first studio right you probably want to work on something that you could get rolling on quickly that you could get out quickly that you could get, generate buzz for and then bring on more people to keep ramping up but like to broaden the question then into what like ip playstation needs what what kind of exclusive it needs We've gone around on this blessing. Do you think
1: PlayStation needs a first person shooter? I don't. I I think it'd be nice, especially with the point that Lucid Dream brings up that we're gonna we're, PlayStation is gonna lose a lot in terms of first person mm-hmm. uh, games. We're, we're talking about Fallout. We're talking about uh, uh, Elder Scrolls. We're talking about Doom. We're talking about Wolfenstein, Dishonored, Prey. Like, there's a lot that Bethesda brought to the table in terms of first person games, and so I think. Does PlayStation need a first party first person game? I don't think they need one. I think it be a, it could be a cool get, especially when you look at you know you 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 mentioned that you're 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 thinking more so third person action. I think that makes sense for Jade Raymond, especially when you look at the previous game she worked she's worked on. If I'm I'm pulling from Wikipedia right now, right? And she's worked on uh, she's worked as a producer on on The Sims Online. She helped launch. Assassin's Creed, uh, that as a new IP. She was apparently managing director on Metal, Metal saw 4, Guns of the Patriots, which I'm just learning, which is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but then she was executive producer on Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Bloodlines, uh, Tom Clancy, Splinter Cell B- Blacklist, uh, Watch Dogs, which she also helped launch that IP. And then the list goes on, where she goes as managing director on Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 4, um, executive producer on Mighty Quest, for Epic Loot, and then she worked on Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, but like for launching both the Assassin's Creed and Watchdog IPs that would make sense for her, right? Like being uh, having experience in that realm. I could see it. I could see there being a case for.
2: Wait, but not. Sorry, I, I lost you here. Maybe, but neither of those mm-hmm. are first person.
1: Yeah. Well, no. That's that's what I was going to. That's what I was going to drive towards. Is I could see there being a case for her working on a first person game and something different, right? But still maintaining that like open world. uh, Kind of setting, you know, as a thing, right? Like, I think open world makes sense for for that studio in terms of what I'm sure they've had experience with in the in the past. And a first person open world game, especially for what you're going to be missing out on as PlayStation, I think also makes sense
0: yeah i could see that and you raise a great point that like i think uh especially for an indie team first person eliminates the need for a character model and all the animation that goes with that right so just Mm -hmm. anchoring the thing here and getting something uh you know to run around and work on everybody's gone to the rapture like right like that that Mm -hmm. gives you a narrative storytelling especially for opening up the world and going through that way so that does make sense um it'll be interesting if that's what they do with it though if that's where they're gonna go
1: do you really think it's gonna be that small of a game because this is something no, that I was announced for, like announced on the PlayStation blog, and they announced it as a a debut t- um, a, a new original PlayStation IP. Which mm-hmm. I feel like, if we're judging, if we're if we're comparing this acquisition to the Hideo Kojima, or not acquisition, if we're comparing this partnership to the Hideo Kojima sure. Kojima Productions relationship with, uh, PlayStation back then, right? Like, there was a lot of budget in Death Stranding, and again, Hideo Kojima is a different developer, and so I don't expect death stranding levels of budget in the in in this new project but i wonder how much money playstation throws at haven because they are working on a new original ip
0: i do think it's going to be that small i do think it's going to be an indie game i do think it's going to be something similar to like a returnal or whatever like in terms of scope in terms of size in terms of what you're getting i don't think it's going to be a death stranding i don't think they're going that hard but i could easily be wrong right it's the thing we have so little to go on We just know that Jade's, you know, CEO and co-founder of Haven Entertainment Studios in Montreal, right? Because even their blog post, I'm looking back over, right, is so much, understandably, about Jade's career, about the last few months, about the trials and tribulations, about, you know, everything that happened at Stadia in in between the lines. And then you get one paragraph or two paragraphs, right, that go like this. And so today, so today I'm announcing Haven, an independent studio where many of the talented game developers I have worked with over the years and love dearly are coming together to do what we are most passionate about. It's time for us to refocus on games in a place where we can practice our crafts without any barriers or impediments. Uh, we want to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. We want to pour our passion into project into a project. We want to make something wondrous for people to experience because we believe in the power of games to bring joy to people's lives. And Sony does too. their commitment to excellence is unmatched. It's why I couldn't be happier for their backing and support. Together we want to create games that are havens for uh, that are a haven for players and we want to build a studio that's a haven for developers. So while we don't have many details to announce today, I want the PlayStation community to know that Haven Studios is already hard at work on an unannounced IP. We can't wait to show you more. Personally, the way that sounds when I hear about it screams to me like art project, right? Like it's going to be colorful, it's going to be fun, it's going to be something that I think of trying to tug at your heartstrings and tell you a narrative and do that thing. And like, I'm just, obviously we're, I'm extrapolating from this, but it's the idea that like I, as I talked about on games daily about it, it really sounds like a post written that is, you know, Jade and crew being like, Hey, kind of, you know what? Fuck triple a game development. Fuck having all these corporate overloads that are on top of us that won't let us make the game we want. We work for months on something and then it gets stamped out. Google stadia pulls out all of, you know, first party development. Like, Let's make something that we're passionate about, and I think when you do that, you start make you start small and you go from there. And I think you make something colorful and wonderful and a haven for everybody. And like it sounds multiplayer to me as well. When you're talking about like it's time for us to refocus on games and practice our crafts, and we want to have you know this thing that's a haven for developers and our community and all these different things.
1: See, uh, when I read when I read that, I took it as, hey, we've like I I've, I've worked on things that 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 went on to have a community, things like Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs, stuff that. Uh, specifically pointed towards Assassin's Creed, right? Like this game that ended up building this community of players and feeling like a haven for players, right? Something that they can project themselves onto and and, mm-hmm. and become fans of. That's the that's the way I read it. And again, like I like I could I could definitely see it being an independent game or in a like a, a smaller scope indie game because I think for Jade Raymond coming off of basically getting screwed by AAA development multiple times in a row now, I could see her being like fuck it you know we're doing our own thing we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make an entirely different thing i think that does make sense uh but yeah i don't know like i i i for some reason i i i could also see it as being something that isn't death stranding size by any means but kind of kind of walks that double a line in terms of uh scope and budget sure sure
0: that i could see i could see that because even then, like, what do you would think, like, Akina of Spirits, right? That's walking that double, yeah. A, double A line. Uh, yeah. Uh, or Hell like Blade. Hellblade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, I, I, all right, we agree on that. I think yeah, yeah. That. we're getting in the right ecosystem sphere of what it's going to be. But it is, you know, like, it's. I really appreciate, uh, in response to the question, Lucid Dream coming in and being like, hey. Here's how you counter-program Bethesda and try to fill in those goals or uh, 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 those holes. Gaps. Yeah. yeah, 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 right. And talking about like what you're seeing and what you're gonna miss out on. And it, 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 I do wonder if PlayStation's looking at that on that scale and trying to think of okay, who can we partner with right now to bring in second party wise to give us an exclusive RPG if there's an audience for that. Because again, you know, it's such a weird argument to have right now, not argument but conversation, right? Where it's like. You know, oh, first person R- RPG that can compete with the likes of like when Cyberpunk wasn't fucking broken as hell, right? It was selling incredibly well on PlayStation. So it was there for gamers that way. But you list Skyrim and Fallout there, right? And even if you wanted to, the Outer World Secret or s- sequel, like yeah, something about. else you won't see, right? And it is this actual conversation of, yeah, what does that look like in five years ten years when you are the games that you enjoy and play and playstation's making a killing on right now playstation's out in front being you know the number one selling console last generation and this one even though it doesn't count yet for this time around they're out there because guess what we have all these great first parties and we you know, all the third parties are here anyway so what do you care and now the third parties are getting gobbled up by microsoft you start to see okay well fuck what will we'll be there in 10 years
1: yeah, when I look at PlayStation first party, we, you know, we talk a lot about the single player action adventure game which PlayStation does super well. And the reason why I think there's they they that works so strongly for them is because you don't see many third party developers doing that on the level as, play, as PlayStation. So now we like now there is a a a gap when you're looking at big western RPGs coming to PlayStation and so I wonder if for PlayStation if they see a, a a viable route being hey, we we have to do something first party that is that is a big rpg because now we're kind of lacking in that space um and i don't think that's i don't think that's jade raven studio at all but i do wonder if they find a way to do that first party
0: yeah me too
1: next for playstation updates greg how successful can psvr 2 be uh we we got a new story last week that was playstation on the playstation blog revealing what the psvr PSVR2 controllers look like for PSVR PS5. Uh, I'm gonna pull from Dom Pepiot at VG247, who broke it down in their article. In a new article over on the PlayStation blog, Sony's v- senior vice president of platform planning and management, Hideaki Nishino, explains some of the thinking behind these fancy new controllers. Quote, our new VR controller speaks to our mission of achieving a much deeper sense of presence and stronger, stronger feeling of immersion in VR experiences. He explains. Quote, it'll build upon the innovation we introduced. With the DualSense wireless controller, which changed how games feel on PS5 by unlocking a new way to tap into the sense of touch. Now we're bringing that innovation to VR gaming, end quote. It's also noted that the new pads can be tracked by the headset, suggesting that devices will support inside-out tracking. Something that was hinted at in a Sony patent that was discovered last September. The controller's design is not surprising either, considering the pads look a little like the Valve Index controllers. The design is a proven fit for decent, accurate VR play. Similarly to the PS5's DualSense pads, the new VR controllers support adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. They also include finger touch detection and tracking. Quote, the controller can detect your fingers without any pressing in the areas where you place your thumb, index, or middle fingers. This enables you to to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay, end quote. Greg, I don't think I've talked to you about this one yet. What are your thoughts on the new controller?
0: i think it looks great i mean it looks like what you know vr controllers look like now <laughs> that's the big you know i mean it doesn't look like the playstation 3 move wand i'm still out there doing and bopping the thing and trying to get it to read and have it wig out like it, yeah i mean you know we always joke around about how you know Shu said it was you know this playstation vr is gen one it's like launching playstation one but i always felt funny when it was that thing of like having a the Oculus Quest, or having uh the Vive, or having the Valve Index, and having these uh, units around here, and then like, all right, cool, I play with that for a while or whatever, and then put on PlayStation VR and pick up my giant like Play School light up wands or whatever, and it it, it's, it harkens back to like the, you've seen the uh, uh old image right of the first time Shu ever tried PlayStation VR, and it was the beta prototype, and he had all this shit strapped to his head, right? Like, I think he had move ones on his uh, head if I remember correctly, like it's that idea of like wow compared to where v- home vr is now like the playstation vr looks dated and looks like you know so quaint and so to see that like okay cool playstation's ready to step up and make some sexy controllers that make it actually fit in line i think with what the playstation 5 is with what the dual sense is with what the a sleek polished playstation looks like i think they look great
1: yeah and i and i love the fact that they're implementing dual sense features into the new of vr course. controllers because i think yeah. that's going to be awesome for vr uh i started off this asking uh how successful can psvr to be reason i asked that is because we got a question from nathan who writes in and says blessing brought up an excellent point on kfgd with paris last week when he said that it may be too difficult for psvr games to be magically backwards compatible with the next uh, next gen psvr without needing a lot of reworking to port games over now I know none of us are devs, so all of this could be could be just fearful speculation. But do you guys think Sony can really afford to start the next gen PSVR from scratch when it comes to its library of games? VR is already VR is already quite niche, uh, and it seems like a bad move to lose out on the titles that made VR so great last generation. I just want VR to s- survive and thrive. Have a good week, gents. Greg, yeah. Do you, think, do, you think, do you think it's a bad thing that PlayStation is likely going to start from scratch? Because my whole, my whole argument is I, I don't think they'll start from scratch. You think, do you think the games are going to be backwards compatible for PS5 VR?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're already on the PlayStation 5, right? Like, so hmm. I, I think at worst, and again, go ahead and you can clip this out. This isn't me obviously making a pretty, like, a, a, this is how it'll be. At worst, I would assume that it's the new headset and the old Move ones. Like I would think that mm. would be the trade off to it. And maybe I i guess the the thing around the one thing I can't wrap my head around technological wise, cause I'm bad at tech as you all know, and I'm not a developer is the idea of right now you still need your PlayStation four camera to use your PlayStation VR on your PlayStation five. So I would imagine, and I don't know how they'd fucking do this, but I would imagine that the new PlayStation headset has to be able to get around that where I don't need all that stuff. Right. I, I, I think it's, a bridge to too
1: have a far. Camera. Yeah. Right? Like it would have to have it would have to have a camera and it would have to have the lights on it so it can track head movement. Well yeah. Well yeah. But if we're getting the new headset with
0: the inside out tracking, mm-hmm. couldn't that replace the light like at a system level replace looking for the lights that it knows what the headset is because of that?
1: Maybe. We're, like I, this is one of those one one of those ones where we're not developers, and so I don't. Yeah. Like, like for for me in, in the way that the PS4 PSVR tracks everything, right? It's done with it's done with the camera, it, and it tracks yes. the lights on your PS Move or your controller, uh, and on the in on the headset. I would imagine that on a system level, especially when you're probably developing these games for PSVR and not having in mind that there's gonna be a future version of VR for sure PS5 course. that shifts how that tracks. On a ground level, transferring that stuff to PS PS5 VR will take some sort of update or PS PS5 VR version in order to make that work. Right? Because oh, yeah. for me, it's 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 almost like on the Switch where you where you where you have um, games that are being redone for like you have Skyward Sword for Switch, which is going to use the the Joy Cons for movement as opposed to the as opposed to the Wiimote. That takes some sort of development. Like, there's a reason why the why the Switch isn't just inherently backwards compatible for the 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 Wii. I imagine it's a very similar thing here.
0: Mm. I agree. Hold on, I'm seeing if I can get David from Upload VR in here, because he would no, he would be able yeah. to speak to this on a level that you yeah and I, for sure her, can <laughs> I said, "Are you busy? Can I drag you on PS? I love you." And he goes, "What time?" I'm like, "Now, right now, <laughs> <laughs> now five minutes."
1: because oh, the, the the solution I see here is you port games that are on other platforms. like I am, I'm sure for what VR, for what PSVR2 is with the, with the inside out tracking and the new controllers, it is probably easier to port games from Oculus or other platforms onto PSVR2, and that's how you do it. But that's again, just a guess. I don't know how difficult or how different those two platforms might be just internally in terms of the the, the hardware in order to make that work.
0: He can't do it. I think he's in a meeting or something. So, but he's still mm-hmm. texting. So, I'm hold on. Do you think PS2 would be
1: as compatible with PSVR one games? Boom. I do. do th- th- you mentioned you mentioning that the new headset could work with the Move controllers and because if the it's ad- inside the, out,
0: the adapter can they track? They could sh- the camera. Because if I'm right on this, right? That that mm-hmm. is like how the Quest is inside out. Mean that it has yes. cameras built into it, right? Yes. So then it would be look, the cameras could look at the move wand things.
1: But, I, but that has to be so different from, because on the PS4 VR, the camera is in front of you on your TV or sure. it's, tra- it's tracking from the front and you're, fa- you're facing it. I would think that if you have inside out tracking and you're trying to track the PlayStation Move controllers, that just wouldn't work because it's, it's backwards unless you update it or do some shit with it. Here's, of course,
0: unsubstantiated reports just from the live chat is what I'll give you, all right? GameJumperX says, It depends on how they made the VR game. If the code was made correctly, you could swap out the tracking. And then David Mertz says, That's not necessarily true. I'm not sure which party's responding to. Uh, the system is handling the tracking for the most part. As long as they developed PSVR 2 with that in mind, they should be okay. But, le- so that le- we can table this, because we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. But and, I, and my point stands regardless of it, and back to what you're talking about, is yes okay first off david from upload vr says he thinks it will be backwards compatible okay. and I, i'm obviously not going to ask him whatever the hell he's in the middle of To he has a, a child too i don't know what the hell's going on am i gonna can you explain how though that would be possible um my thought process here is actually more about nathan's question right where mm-hmm. can't do you guys think sony can really afford to start the next gen of psvr from scratch absolutely not and again this is what you'd like to imagine, they've been building the Trojan Horse for with the occasional PSVR game for PlayStation Plus, the new thing for uh, Play at Home, having so many PlayStation VR games. This is the idea that if you're a... And I shouldn't say like that, but if you're uh, a frugal gamer, if you're paying attention, if you're one of those like what, what I have to lose kind of gamers, you've been accruing these PlayStation VR games. And so even though you don't have a PlayStation VR now, you should, if you've been paying attention, what? Have double digit free PlayStation VR games that are just sitting there. So if they come out and they have a sexy fucking headset, they have uh cool controllers. It's just the one cord it's inside out tracking. It's not a million things going on in your house. And they have a couple great things that launch, probably half life. Alex running really well. Like wouldn't you have a better opportunity of looking at going like, you know what? Why not? everybody loved it the first time around the the, the, now they seem to have a great lineup for it they say they're going to support it if the system itself looks sexy and i have all these free games right why not make this plunge
1: Mm -hmm. i think either way whether back compatible or not i think this is a good step for psvr2 to go to go this route with the tracking and the controllers and all that stuff because for what the ps move was and what psvr1 was it got the job done, but it was not the ideal experience. The PlayStation Move controllers would get lost all the time if I had too good of lighting, which was a consistent problem with me. Sure, I, I, too much one sunlight. My, yeah. yeah, too much sunlight. One of my previous apartments, I like I, the 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 living room was lit a lot by the sun, depending on the time of day, totally. and I just couldn't play VR during that time. Um and so that was always a problem for me with with PS Move and then also like the the um just tracking in general with that thing was just not super ideal. Yeah, no so it's think, And it
0: was like you rotated around your body right and obscured the move one for a second and things would freak out. For yeah, me exactly. it was all, always like um no matter how I had the camera even when I could see it it didn't work but when I'd reach down low There'd be games where like something's on the ground and I'd go to pick it up and it would just lose it and I would never be able to get down and touch the floor. Yep. Right. Like yeah, it'd be easier to do that. Uh, David follows up and says, The only prickly point is that game is is the games that tracked the dual shock four, but they could just approximate with the new controllers for it. So he's saying All there right. is a system level fix there and he knows VR better than us for sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know, you know, you know.
1: I still think there will be some caveats when it comes to Sure, as always, as stuff.
0: always, there will be things that don't yeah. work for some reason. And like, no, 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 we couldn't make this game, and here's an approved thing. But again, I would imagine it's going to be back to the conversation we were having, right, of, all right, cool, you know what? Here are
1: the big hitters.
0: We've gone through and identified the stuff. You might actually go back and play again. Those have mm. been patched to work, or we've done done some system level fix to make that happen.
1: Yeah, like Beat Saber will 1,000% be playable Fuck yes, in it some will. form. Yeah. Moss yeah. will
0: be fine, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Astrobot Astro might be a weird one because that is the dual the dual shot controller. But oh, but that I new think Astro Bot the new Astrobot you'll get with this one. Come on, man. that is true. You will you will get an Astrobot too if Astrobot one, especially if Astrobot one isn't available. Um, and so I look forward to that. Uh, I'm trying to decide if I want to bring in. Actually, we're we're running late in the show, so I'm just going to go to the ne- to the next update. Uh, we're getting ten. Oh, was that? I said, live your life. I'm living my life. Uh, I'm living my life at home with these 10 more PlayStation at home games Uh, last week on the blog, PlayStation came through and they, they talked about how we're getting some more games for play at home. They announced 10 games. Uh, We're getting horizon zero dawn complete edition for free between April 19th through May 14th. And then the following games will be free for with play at home starting March 25th. All right. We got Abzu, enter the gungeon, res infinite subnautica, the witness Astrobot rescue mission Moss, thumber, and then paper beast hallelujah we did everybody also great great lineup especially via psvr oh my god dude moss
0: astrobot come on get in there yeah a lot of people love thumper res infinite come on
1: paper beast i tried out and i I had a fun time with it for what it was um so there you go uh greg i got a question for you that i might have an answer for you for answer for Rad, i asked the question sure why did playstation buy evo they like fighting games they do like finding games. I'm going to pull from Sammy Barker at Push Square, who did a whole article answering, answering this question. I try to condense this article a bit, um, but here is what it looks like. Evo is the most prestigious fighting game tournament in the world, but its origins as an amateur community event have made it a bit of a shamble. Uh, it made it a bit of a shambles as of late. Last year's competition was canceled due to allegations of sexual misconduct, and there are questions question marks. Over whether the event would ever return, especially with the ongoing coronavirus pandemic causing complications for conventions of this nature, it's perhaps worth noting that with the competition already in a precarious position, Sony is unlikely to have broken bank acquiring the event. We're clearly not taking. We're we're clearly not talking about a seven point five billion dollar investment <laughs> here, but. This furthers its ambitions, uh, its ambition to become the home of competitive gaming, as well as single-player gaming. The platform holder noted in a blog post that, in 2020, players spent an eye-watering 1.1 billion hours playing final games on its consoles. But those of you who have been paying attention will know that PlayStation has been coveting this market for quite some time. PlayStation's convention center, an often overlooked part of the platform holder's website, is jam-packed with events that you can enter, spanning games like Mortal Kombat 11 and FIFA 21, through to NBA 2K21 and Soul Calibur 6, Many of these have small prizes attached, uh, with events unfolding on an almost daily basis. In fact, if you've ever looked at the, at the official PlayStation YouTube channel, you find, you'll, find, you'll find if you filter out the trailers, there are absolutely tons of competitive live streams. And I'm going to pause there in the article and say that, yeah, whenever I see PlayStation live on Twitch, it is always Mortal Kombat. And that's something that I've always <laughs> wondered about, and this is starting to make sense. The article continues, many of these attract thousands of viewers. It's not hard to imagine how Evo, uh, as one of the biggest esports events on the calendar, will significantly elevate its efforts in this area. Larger audiences mean greater engagement, and with Sony tethering its brand to the action, that means more players on its platforms. Sony clearly sees Evo as an opportunity to not only cement its status as a fighting game platform, but also to strengthen its position as a console for competitive gamers. Esports may not be your personal taste, but... The Japanese giant is smart to broaden the appeal of its box. It's already the best place to play single-player story games, but the manufacturer wants to ensure its appliance to, is ensure its appliance is the de facto device for uh, tournaments too. All that means uh, more players, more subscribers, and ultimately more money. Uh, the article ends there. I also want to shout out the fact that when you look at the when you look at the fighting game community on PlayStation One, not only is the fighting game community on PlayStation uh very active there specifically but then there are there are also plenty of fighting games that are exclusive to playstation you're talking about street fighter 5 under night In-Birth, grand blue grand blue fantasy versus and guilty gear strive that is upcoming that is also going to be uh exclusive to playstation so does this all make sense to you greg miller
0: yeah, you know, we've talked about it. I, I, you know The most important thing, I think, to what the hell, why is it going on is, again, we're going to talk about PlayStation as a business, as that's what they are and what they definitely remind you of time and time again, right? But uh, the whole thing here, right, of, it's perhaps worth noting that the competition already in precarious business, and Sony is unlikely to have broken the bank, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure they were able to come in and get this at a cheap enough price that it made sense, especially with the games you've listed here at the end, especially with their Twitch presence, especially with how they've been treating the PlayStation Competition Center, right? like hey we already have this let's kind of stomp out the competition let's get and you correct me if i'm wrong because i'm not a fighting game person but let's get arguably the biggest fighting game tournament brand on our side right like yeah yeah.
1: 100 percent.
0: and so yeah i mean go get it and do this and and continue to make them the place to go for this That, that makes sense to continue your stranglehold on this genre and I, I don't expect ex- it to like you know do have like a drastic return on investment on it, but I, I actually I guess I do since the investment is probably so low. I don't think it's going to bring in the mainstream or anything like that, but it just cements that this is where you're going for fighting stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I, and I think that continues the strategy of hey, let's own a community. Let's continue to just bring bring folks onto our platform. And if you were to do things like say announce a new playstation all-stars battle royale which i would be shocked by but if you're to do it right like this provides a venue to do that or any other maybe fighting game efforts that you might might have on playstation i think that makes sense and then you also have a lot of playstation branded stuff going on at evo i think that's going to be uh pretty dope for that and so a lot of this makes sense go get them i'm happy that evo is going to continue to exist as an event i think that's the (laughs) biggest thing for me (laughs) Greg, I'm going to hit you with some PlayStation Picks. This is where you have cool-looking <laughs> games coming to PSN. PlayStation Picks. Let's start with the big hitters. Uh, this week, we're getting Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat on PlayStation 4. That's coming Tuesday, March 23rd. Uh, we're also getting Balan Wonderworld, PS5, and PS4. Why? Why did you even <laughs> put this on here? Why is that on the big it's hitters? it's a big hitter. It's a big hitter. It's you guys, I've never seen you,
0: uh, you actively unsold that game to everyone on the Gamescast when you went through and pointed out that every button on the controller does the same thing, and it's a bunch of goddamn nonsense. Sense like I went through and read that website, it's a fever dream,
1: it is a fever dream. And so, if you're looking forward to having that fever dream with me, uh, actually, I don't know if I'm gonna jump into this one. Part of me wants to just I mean, it's easy just platinum, I'll be all
0: over it, but I'm just saying
1: it's not gonna be easy platinum, I'll tell you yeah, right it's nice. now. It's gonna be annoying, it's gonna be annoying as platinum, uh, but yeah, that's coming Friday, March 26th. It takes two, is coming into PS5 and PS4 Friday, March 26th. Uh, and then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two, uh, is coming to PS5 on Friday, March 26th. Friday is a huge day. Uh, For the actual picks themselves, let's start off with a game called Paradise Lost that's coming to PS4 on Wednesday, March 24th. It's winter, 1980. Zyman, a boy raised in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, finds an abandoned Nazi Nazi bunker. Will he find what he's looking for? Play Paradise Lost and explore an underground world where Slavic mythology mixes with retro-futuristic technology. Discover the last story on Earth. We're looking at it now. If you're watching the video version, uh, Barry, if you could skip forward, I believe it's a first-person like walking sim, but I might be, I might really? be,
2: or and maybe this, not. I might be. This entire video looks like a cutscene. I'm just. There say. you
1: go. Fast forward there. Yeah. So yeah, you got like a beautiful looking world. I actually, I take back what I said about the first-person walking sim. That might be that might be a thing that I'm conflating with with another game. But it looks cool. It's a narrative game nonetheless, and so. If that premise sounds like your jam, boom, go get them. I've jumped Uh, ahead
0: here. It is first person, yes. You're walking. Okay, it is first first person. You're walking around. You're tapping stuff. I'm I'm on IGN.com. Oof. This is a lot of walking, (laughs) looking around this bedroom.
1: You like walking sims, though.
0: I do. But I don't know if this story will grab me. Mm -hmm. Are you not a big
1: fan of retro retro futuristic technology? I'm not excited no. for it, no. <laughs> no, I would say. I would guess I'd say no, I am not a fan of it. I sure. wouldn't include sure. it, though, because this, it looked like it had uh, a cool style to it that I'm sure, sure somebody that's out true. there watching is going to be into. Well, no, I mean, we want to talk about games even if we're not interested in them, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we also got El Hio. Sorry if I mispronounced that. El a uh, Wild West. Uh, that's coming to PS4 Thursday, March 25th. El Hio uh, is an exciting spaghetti western stealth game in which you guide a six-year-old boy on his quest to find his mother. As a six-year-old El Hio uh, must always sneak past the dangers of his world. As he overcomes his challenges, he gains a self confidence and cunning, and with, and with it, more schemes to get past his foes. On his journey, he will find himself in a remote monastery, uh, a harsh and unforgiving stretch of desert, and a frontier town rife with crime and villainy. I when I watched the trailer, I dug the art style. It has a cartoony art style. Again, it does the sp- spaghetti western thing. Uh, if you fast forward, Barrett, you'll get us into some gameplay where he is he is being stealthful. He is avoiding enemies.
0: Mm-hmm. Cute little just art like style, you'd expect. just like you'd expect.
1: Yeah, he's doing his thing. He's ch- he's solving some puzzles, changing the, the 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 tracks on a railroad. The art style he's is super dope. Of things. Yeah, right. Like the, the art style looks super cool. I'm digging it a lot. We also got. Bladed Fury, which is coming to PS4 Wednesday, March twenty fourth. This is a classic Chinese fantasy 2D action game based on Chinese history mythology, with a with a dash of surrealism in the mix. Featuring unique art style, a unique art style with mysterious Chinese elements, fluid combat experience, and style that's easy to learn but difficult to master, and the Soul Silver system, uh, or Soul Sliver system uh, Soul, that adds silver. depth and changes the pace, making combat more exciting. This is a game that right. Style. Yeah, another one with a good art style. I added it right before the show. When we got into the gameplay, I was like, "Oh, snap. This actually looks kind of fun." Yeah. There's a lot of hacking oh, and slashing cool. going on. Um lots of uh, it's like a um uh like a watercolor uh art style that it has going on, but like it's a lot a lot, lot of action on screen. That I'm digging.
0: You love action. I you say it to me all the time.
1: Yeah. No, I tell yeah, that's the thing I say all the time. I love action. She she, just shot, a, she shot a big old gun and we just got a nice shot right there uh and that's it for playstation picks greg all
0: right let's talk about what you've been playing uh i think we've both been playing a redacted game correct correct can't talk about it so that's no. what the majority of our play time i think my play time has been going Same. uh yeah so uh outside of that uh i i booted up two uh other games uh, for you blessing uh crimson land and mundon Oh, I say right. we Mindana. talked about
1: Mundon a little bit last week. That was the pencil we sure uh, our stuff. Yeah,
0: you want to throw it up? Uh, Barrett, I sent you a trailer. I sent it late. I'm, so not not it.
1: It I'm you, on it. I'm on it.
0: Okay, okay, but a big guy. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the Mundan uh, story for you, all right? A lovingly hand-penciled horror adventure by Hidden Fields, a one-man studio founded by Swiss programmer and illustrator Michael Ziegler, uh, slated to release on PC and consoles on March 16th, 2021. Uh, Mundan is a tale set on the darker side of the Swiss Alps, with a story rooted in the chilling folklore of the region. Players follow a young man who travels the town of Mundan to investigate the mysterious circumstance behind his grandfather's death. Along the way, he discovers something... I'm sorry, that's something old and diabolical is haunting uh, the eccentric uh, residents of the town. Players will solve a number of handcrafted puzzles to uncover the secrets of Mundan and must also avoid triggering the game's unique fear system, a cause and effect gameplay feature which impacts uh, players as they become scared. This is something the other day, uh, I was sitting there and had a little bit of free time, but not enough to jump into redacted. And so, uh, and also I didn't want, I didn't have enough time to really do anything of meaning in Avengers. So I was like, all right, what do I have? And I jumped into this one really dig the art style. It's v- incredibly unique. Cause it is like you are existing in this horror game in somebody's notebook. Everything's drawn by hand. So it's all these like 2d pencil sketches. And even like when you reach out to do stuff, cause it's first person, you see your hand and uh, you know, in certain instances and it wigs out and stuff. It, gives me the vibe of the horror movies I really am unsettled by, but enjoy watching of something, you know, uh, like the witch, uh, something like midsummer where it's like, what is going on in this place? Right. And it's cause the, the thing starts with, our character on a bus back to his grandfather's uh, f- uh, hometown or his grandfather's farm in their town or whatever, and like it's a letter from the priest being like your grandfather died there was a fire at the barn like don't come back it's not worth it kind of thing. And he, Your character's like there's something weird about that, and it's all done uh, through subtitles. They're speaking in a foreign language, I assume. Uh, well, I don't. I don't want to assume they're speaking in a foreign language, and mm-hmm. so it's got that vibe of even watching like a one of the things I love to do is watch uh, foreign language horror films on Shudder. So it's got that vibe. Too it of like oh man what are we getting into and so you go in and it is very it's funny to say bright and sunny because it's all pencil like it's all pencil on a white page right but it does give you that thing of they do a great job of setting this atmosphere of you are in this you know quiet country town and then you know you start investigating what's going on and start you know you go to i'm giving you spoilers for the very beginning of the game of course but when you investigate your grandfather's burned down barn outside you find this uh painting right this guy and like you go through it into the farm the barn being on fire you see like your grandfather trying to get out you go over there and then it's this guy who grabs your arm and says he worked with your grandfather a long time a firm handshake and like burns your hand and fucks it up and it's like clearly i'm assuming already like he's the devil my grandfather made there's a photo in my the grandfather's house of all these people who look the same and then the guy who kind of looks like the other like it's got all those hallmarks of a horror movie to it of like Oh man, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is, did grandpa sell his soul? And like the whole town's invested in this and that's where it's got to, you know, we're going to have to go from it. But then, you know, you start playing, you figure it out. It's got then, but then you get into the gameplay of it and it's got some of those adventure game, like classic adventure game things that mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of, of like trying to figure out what the fuck they want me to do. Like, I, I don't understand to this day what happened. Like I walked, maybe something happened in the game world, but I walked up uh, the hill to get to the church. Couldn't get in the church yet because I know the key. That makes sense came back down then i tried to go up the uh, uh, the way i came down but now i'm too tall to get through the doorway to get through and i'm like is this is this the game or is this a did i Mm -hmm. fuck something up did something happen in the world that changed or whatever there's all this fog i used all my matches like a moron not realizing they were limited so i can't set the hay on fire to clear the fog it's like there's a bunch of stuff like that going on that I don't know if I'm gonna go back to because it was I was playing and I was enjoying what's happening. All right, cool. And there's like this w- girl up on the the cliff's edge over here, and she's got her goats, and I don't know what the, I don't trust these goats. Blessing, I don't know what the fuck's no. going on with these goats or whatever. Oh, no. But like I gotta get up to her, but I can't get up there. So it's like it's almost there to really have me hooked, but it just seems to be a little bit too like you know because then it was the same thing of like all right, you can make coffee is optional is one of my objectives, right? And I have the pot and I have the coffee and I have to go get the water and I understand all this stuff. But then to come back and assemble it, and like it's like one of those games where the hitbox for like where you should open the oven to put in the wood to open the like it's very small. So I was getting annoyed with like the clunkiness of the controls. It doesn't run super well. I'm playing it on PlayStation Five, mm. so it's just like one of these things. Of like, nah. Like, I like the idea of what's happening here, uh, but I don't know if I like it enough to come back. But I didn't delete it off the hard drive for that quick taste. Is, is the
1: gameplay to... entirely walkie, walking simmy? Like, are you just walking around picking things up and them down? It,
0: it is, but there is combat coming, and I don't know what that oh, okay. means yet. Because I ate something, and they're like, "Oh, this Im- this increased your health or whatever." And then it was like, you know, uh, th- I, there was this hay pile that I hid in. Like, I was investigating what all the buttons do or whatever, and like I hid in the hay pile, like I'm gonna have to hide from people. So like something's happening. I'm not sure what yet. And I didn't look ahead on any of the reviews or the Mm -hmm. reviewers got or anything like that. So again, this is a first blush thing. It was like I said, I had a couple minutes before Jen was gonna be ready for something. So I jumped in and played that for a while. And when I got to that first point of like, what the fuck? Why can't I climb back up this goddamn mountain or whatever? Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm clearly not in the mood for being invested in having a noodle scratcher here. And that's when I remembered crimson land. Are you aware of crimson land? Uh, blessing Eddie Oya Junior. I don't think I am. No, it's been tossed up right here. What had happened is it got a PlayStation oh. five update recently. And, uh, I saw Sean Benson and Sid Schumann talking about it on Twitter. And I was like, oh, okay. And the, they oh were my quote God. tweeting the, the PlayStation. This looks like my type of game. I like They this. were quote, the, the, quote tweeting the PlayStation tweet about it that goes like this. Twin Stick Purity, Co-op Carnage, RPG, and Roguelike Elements. Crimson Land's 18-year run has earned it a cult following, and its new PlayStation 5 version ups the ante. And so I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, this is a game that came out originally on PC in 2003. And then came to PlayStation in 2014 and now has uh, a PlayStation 5 version out. And like if you're you're looking, what you saw there is what you get, right? It Mm -hmm. is twin stick. You're running around. You're shooting waves of enemies. Uh, There's a quest mode, which is like the story of things you go through. There's three different difficulties. Two you have to unlock. Uh, There's also just a survival mode to go through. But as you play... And you go, if you can play it again, uh, Barrett, real quick, I want to, I can call out, like, there's a progress bar at the top that's showing you how close you are to eliminating all the enemies in the level to then advance to the next section. And then underneath it, which I don't see here, this must, maybe this is just survival, there's an XP thing that fills in. Oh, actually, you know what? This is 2014's version, I think, since they don't have mm-hmm. a PS5 trailer out. So I'm sure the game and interface is updated since then. Uh, there's an XP thing that levels in. As you level up in that one round, in that one level you're doing, it pops perks you can choose from so you can have a radioactive halo around you so if things get close you know you leech them you can walk slower but be stronger stuff like that you can shoot faster and so as you go you start earning more of those which change the gameplay that way let alone the game is also dropping power-ups on the ground and then new weapons and then when you you know come back to your main screen you see all the perks you've unlocked all the weapons you've unlocked and stuff as you go through and do it uh that was exactly what i needed on saturday afternoon or morning or whenever i was waiting for jen where it was like oh this is yeah twin stick and it's and it's you know it's twin stick in the way that not it's it's arcadey it's it's you know jump in and play for a little bit and be done the levels aren't super long right or i shouldn't say that there's the levels and i guess so yeah there's the worlds and then the the chapters and the levels inside them right so i think think there's like eight or nine levels in the first chapter or whatever Mm. and those are pretty super quick so it's you know you can go through and be feel like you're doing something then bounce off and go do whatever you need to do Uh, if you're an audio listener and you weren't watching it incredibly basic gameplay, or I'm sorry, incredibly basic visuals. Like, it isn't trying to wow you with visuals at all. It's very much like... This is here for the gameplay of it. This is here for the gameplay loop of it and killing these things. It's Crimson Land because as you kill all these creatures, they leave blood all over the, the level. So as you go deeper and deeper and it gets harder and harder, you start really having this just blood trail all around you, this you know thing, but it's not gory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a great time with it. It was what I was looking for and I didn't, you know, getting new weapons, finding ones I liked, finding perk power-ups and combining them to get what, uh, you know, have a different feel on it. I was having a great time with it and that's you know, something else. Do you know if it has online co-op? I don't, actually. I, I think it might be only local because it does say, you know, press start every time to, at yeah. the beginning of a new level for it. And plus it's old as hell. Yeah, it's an old so, game. That would be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It
1: looks uh, cool. I might try that out. That actually looks really fun.
0: Yeah, let, me, let me see. I'm, cl- I'm clicking on the actual PlayStation tweet. Maybe they tell you if it's got an online thing. Because
1: <sighs> it could be fun to play that, like, for a streamer or maybe just, like, during a, a night or whatever. It would be fun.
0: Oh, no, It does oh wait hold on over the years we've actually had more than one prototype for oh no this is for crimson land 2 they're talking about
1: oh wait there's a two i
0: don't know it's a tech demo right here i mean this is like a long ass blog post that Mm -hmm. i'm just jumping into oh no it's and the dream of crimson land 2
1: gotcha looks (laughs) like it's
0: uh, local only. uh yeah so i'm digging it i'm ready to play more of it Uh, but it'll be something i think i'll do like you know that either start up the night or wind down the night right where you jump in Play for a bit, bounce off to whatever you're gonna do, and then the other thing I've been playing a lot of is Avengers PS5. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. Hawkeye dropped. I got him uh, filled up. You uh, I guess I didn't get him to level fifty or one fifty, but I like, went through his storyline, did all that stuff, uh, and had how a lot of fun. Story? With that.
2: Yeah, how was it?
0: Story is good. I, it wasn't as good as Kate's. Mm. Um, they're still, you know, building up to the next big thing or whatever. Uh, the roadmap already spoiled it, of course. So I'm just gonna say it, but like building up to Monica wow. having the cosmic cube. Spoilers, uh, so I like the idea that they're toying with that uh you know this is the future imperfect stuff so you deal with old man hawkeye which was cool i think the Mm. new wastelands area is cool i wish they were doing more in it uh you know the roadmap for avengers that they revealed last week talks about uh there being a patrol right and and, uh, when we talked to them on the pre-brief for it they explained those being as like cool patrols are going to be uh never ending missions where you go out there and there's a bunch of different stuff happening in the thing and you go and do it and then you know by the time you double back to where you were there'd be more stuff going on similar to the Destiny Patrol. And this that when you beat uh Hawkeye stuff and you can just or you can do it, I guess from the start probably, but like there's a mission called Funeral for You over in the Wastelands that I think is the prototype for what they're talking about because it was a much longer mission i was running up, you know finding uh the uh, pim's old robot who was giving me the next thing to go to this thing and i'd go there and there'd be these larger encounters and then in a very non-avengers way the mission ends uh you know with a giant wave-based battle to try to get back onto the quinjet which isn't normally how uh, avenger stuff ends i like that a lot and i like that that's what they're pushing for it so it's one of those like if that's what patrols are going to be give me more of that but again it's the same thing as always where it's like cool i did that for you know The two nights or whatever and it's like now i can sit there and i can grind hawkeye to 50 and 150 if i really wanted to but do i and i say that and it's like i don't want to do it by myself but like Dornbush was tweeting about playing a lot of avengers and i know imran's been doing it it's like i'm totally down to take one of these guys in there i'd probably dole back to kate bishop because i think i like her more and you know go play with other people and earn more gear and earn more loot and stuff like that so
1: now greg did you see that on the calendar uh, i'm gonna be playing marvel's avengers on thursday for my streaming day
0: I did, and I was very angry about that. I'm hoping really? my Thursday conflict that I'm booked on will end quicker so I can come join you.
1: Okay, I was going to say, if, you, if you're free, come join me. I would love to. It, it seems it, sure, like but...
2: you booked Avengers to spite Greg almost. Yeah, it like does seem like at, you oh, well, Looking exactly at our calendar, it's like, yeah, Greg's got this thing for a while, and it seems like you specifically looked at Thursday and you're like, Yeah, it's there. That's you see day. me 9 to 3, I'm booked out on it. Yeah. Can this thing oh, take man. that
0: long? I don't think so. So I think you're in good shape. That I'm gonna get out of there okay. pretty quick and be able to mm. come play with you,
1: yeah, dude. If you can get out of there and come through, please come through because we need the, we need some Greg Miller to guide us. What, through. I, wh- I where does this vendors. come from?
0: Where does this? I don't understand what this this uh, this desire is coming from to play. Roger, I just want to check stream.
1: it out. I just want to yeah. check it out. Like I I uh like a few like a week ago actually, right before the Square Enix Marvel thing, um I I forget if it was on the Slack or what, but I was talking about how. Oh, yeah, dude, if they announced Black Panther at the Square Enix thing, then you got me, and yeah. they did it, and I was like, fuck, well, I guess I gotta at least try it out. Um, I also want to check out the PS5 version to see sure. if any of the improvements dude. grabbed me, because I, I fell off because of a lot of the technical stuff
0: and let me tell you those loads holy shit are they fast it's beautiful mm. it's so crazy how i mean compared to what it used to be to be in and out of stuff so quickly and over it, you know loading into missions so much faster yeah have you done the save transfer yet have you been briefed on the save transfer?
1: i did i did do the, tra- the i okay. did the save transfer though when i did it my game froze like yeah. it was just stuck on a on a on a loop screen but like all my trophies popped and so i assume it made it over but I, I did the save transfer, and I cut it off.
0: You're fine, then. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, however, though, let's bring this up, bring you up to speed. I'm going to actually move it up here, ladies and gentlemen, since I knew we'd be talking about Avengers. This is your trophies and chill segment for the day, all right? It's a daily double. Wow, wow, Uh okay. Hawker Music writes it to patreon.com slash games and says, hey, Greg and Bless. As someone who's considering getting the platinum in Avengers, what's the deal with trophy progress transferring from PS4 to PS5? Should I wait to transfer my progress until I get the platinum? So, there was a whole hullabaloo, and I mentioned this when we were talking at the top of the show about Xbox differences to PlayStation differences. Of that, this is just like Borderlands PS4, PS5. So, the idea is that wherever you were, if you're playing Avengers PS4 on your PS5 right now, it's not your PS5 version of Avengers is not smart enough to just grab your save. You have to start Avengers PS4 upload your save there then go to your ps5 version of avengers and then it said it says that you have to manually uh, download it but it automatically downloads blessing as you saw your trophies popping yes. uh, it'll bring your stuff down right away it's a headache obviously because why the fuck couldn't you just teach these machines to see the same to fucking save but it's a headache if you've already deleted avengers and you need to redownload it and stuff like that there's a bunch of problems If you do that, you should be okay. There's plenty of people. Fran had a whole fucking Twitter thread, of course, of things that went wrong for him trying to do this and crashes and freezes and everything else like that. Clearly not a great system. Smart delivery is brilliant.
2: I mean, also, everything breaks around Fran. It's been established. Also true. It is also true that he's cursed and shouldn't play video games.
0: Uh, But to your specific question, Hawker Music, should you wait to transfer your progress? Yes. Platinum it on PS4, because then when you turn on your PS5, you'll get the platinum there. Otherwise, you'd transfer your progress and have two trophies left and you'd pop them on PS5 and they wouldn't pop on PS4. And I, I don't think you'd be able to save, send your save. You can't send your save back to PS4 that way. So you're picking up there. And so just don't do that. Don't do that. Also, you might say, hey, Greg, wait a second. Avengers stores all of its uh, save data locally on systems. Yes, I don't understand it either. I don't understand what the fuck that's all about. That's crazy. Should not have been done that way for a games as a service. But
1: mm-hmm, hey, yeah. tip of
0: the iceberg on things this thing shouldn't have done. Blessing I'm excited for you to play Avengers, but what else have you been playing now?
1: Just Apex. I've, I've, I've been on the <laughs> Apex train. I've been back. Season 8 got me back. I'm still playing the Ring Fury takeover event, which I think should end sooner or later. That's the one where there are circles within the circle, and so you have to dodge the circles as you're Trying to make your way in the circle—it's all this, all this bullshit. Um, it's fun. It's fun for what it is, but I, I can't wait for them to go back to just regular, regular, um, uh, casual mode. Because oh man, there, there's there, there have been so many losses where I'm like, if it weren't for the damn inner circles. Um, but yeah, I've been having fun with it. and playing with with a, with a lot of friends, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if they just got the balancing right or what, but yeah. so many of my friends are in Apex again. Like, so many that's people great. I know are, are, are into it this season. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been having a, a good time with that. They were then... waiting
2: for the true Battle Royale to return, Fall Guys. Yeah. New season. Oh, yeah. yeah they
1: are yeah. wait, waiting for the, that next season to hit. Um, Is, and then aside it's from having to play in New Vegas.
2: Are you going to play it? Have you started it? Yeah, I already, I already uh, played a couple matches this morning. They have a, a mode that's, like, specifically checking out all of the new maps, and it's dope as hell. Oh, that's funny. So I'm just saying we should probably get back in the fall, guys, guys. Dude, I can be down to place some fall, guys. Hell yeah. It's been a while. Uh they have pool uh, suits? Yeah, but... uh Do they have pool suits? Yes, and one of the um suits that you unlock through the quote unquote battle pass uh structure sure. that they have is uh the Among Us outfit. There's an Among Us outfit. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Does, have
1: they figured out what that outfit does? Because they're teasing some weird, weird stuff with it.
2: No, I, I'm sure we'll see sometime today or tomorrow. Someone will unlock it, and they'll be like, "Holy shit, this is what it We're does!" Like, oh, I can Whoa, murder now. Games.
1: Also, I just wanna my say, and...
2: sorry. Uh, I just want to say I, I platinumed Miles Morales over the weekend. Hey! Oh, congratulations!
1: Congratulations! It
0: took congratulations. me way too long to go
2: like do a second playthrough of that game because that was like one of the four trophies I had left was uh, do a new yeah. game plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Every so often, I think about going back and Platinum again on PS4. Just wow. start a, play, a PlayStation 4 save you, Platinum you, again. You have, a, you have a problem. I like, a, I like Miles. Yeah, my, my problem is I Just, a, just, a, else, just let you know?
2: Platinums come to you when they come to you, Greg. Come on. No, no, no. no, there's no way, that's no way to
0: live. That's no way to live. <laughs> uh, a easy, uh, Rolos Racer writes in in the live chat and says, Bless, I had the same freeze happen to me while my trophies were popping. The save didn't transfer. I had to go back right. to the PS4 version and migrate again and start the PS5 version again. Really? So double check that. Because like oh, for God me, it. it was all my trophies popped, and then I I didn't download anything. My trophies all popped, and I got to the screen, and all my Avengers were dressed in their normal outfits. And all mm-hmm. my progress was there. So
1: I'll check that. But give it a
0: check. Yeah, who knows? You know what I mean? Hmm. God forbid PlayStation I- makes something easy.
1: I've also been playing New Vegas on Xbox, and I know it's a PlayStation podcast, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. I'm having a fun time with New Vegas. It's bringing me back. You might be running right? out of days to <laughs> but, go
0: download New Vegas for Tier PS3 off of this PlayStation Store, which I don't even think it probably is up as a... Probably not even a download. Anyways. It's probably not <laughs> worth
1: playing New Vegas on the PS3 today because I I don't think that game ran that well on that system back then. Are you going to beat New Vegas, and are you enjoying it? I am enjoying it. I uh, I don't know if I'm going to beat it, just because for a lot of a lot of those RPGs, like the big Bethesda RPGs, yeah, I feel like... I don't like... I. I I, I well actually no what i'm thinking of right now is skyrim i played skyrim multiple times and i get 20 hours in each time and i just get bored of it like i had a fun time when i played skyrim but it, it was one of those games that i would jump into have my have my time with it and be like cool i think i'm good i think i got what i what i needed out of this and i think i could see myself doing this doing the same thing with new vegas mainly because you know i'm enjoying it i'm looking forward to where some of these quests uh where these some of these quests go i just met up with the bright brotherhood and i love that i i love what's going on with them they're like a fun gang of gang of ghouls spoilers for new vegas that are (laughs) basically like trying to find their promised land or some shit and so i'm having to take out the the nightkins for them in the basement having a fun time with that um but i want i i do have that thing where i'm like oh yeah this is an old game oh yeah Yeah. this (laughs) this isn't always pleasant to look at oh man i you know i kind of do you know, I've played Fallout 4 and, and I know what a modern RPG feels like and all this, all this stuff. And there's there's like those quality of life stuff that's kind of missing out of New Vegas. Things like mm. uh, me knowing what level it, what level I have to be to do, do do certain quests. They don't clue you in at all. And so I'll go down a quest line and hit a wall because enemies are, are overleveled for me. And I'm like, cool. I have to go down another quest line and ends up that other quest line also is overleveled. And so I had to mm. come back and keep doing that stuff, which isn't always a fun way to do it uh but you know like for the most part i'm enjoying it i i could see myself eventually finishing it but i'm not i'm not committed to finishing it yet i'll have to see where i'm at like 10-20 10-20 hours from now before I'm like cool yeah I'm definitely doing that.
2: All those major gripes are the same ways I felt about Persona 4 Golden uh, booting it up yesterday mm-hmm. where I was like I, need to, I finally found out figured out uh, Steam Link let's fire it up on the phone let's hang out in the bed uh, all that stuff and I played for like an hour and it was like all the like, same thing what you're saying Bless uh, mm-hmm. uh, but just about Persona right and it's, it's one of those things and I'm sorry to report it here uh, but I feel like I have to report it I think I'm giving up on Persona 4 Golden No. Wow. No, it's Barry, one the, no. It's one of those things where it's like when I started it up and like the first half hours, like hanging out with the friends and getting more story. I was like, all right, cool. This is this is cool. This is what I like. And then like getting into the game. That's when it just like all kind of falls apart for me. And like, Damn. this is so like Persona 5, again, like to give context, was the first JRPG that I played outside of Pokemon that I was into mm-hmm. since I was like five years old. So, like, it's very rare for me to really get into a JRPG. And when you have me go to the last iteration of a uh, Persona game where a lot of those quality of life uh, improvements were not there, uh, it, it, it's really hard for me. So, um,
1: hear me out, hear me out. Buy yourself a Vita. Play Persona for Golden on
2: Vita and see how. How that, is that, how is that, how that going feels. to be any different, blessing? <laughs> because it's on a great handheld system. You can play it in
1: bed, have a good time with it, dude. The uh, thing, the uh, way that game my, shines my, on that My, my phone.
2: Oh my my, uh, my pretty looking phone with the backbone? The, uh, the backbone. It looks great on it. It's it it looks great. It feels mm-hmm. great to have in my hand. Um, it, it's just the game itself is just. <sighs> I'm I'm sorry, like.
1: Damn, it hurts. Maybe it'll be one of those
2: days where I just try to like watch through like a because I really like the characters. The gameplay is just it is not worth trying to get through that story. So, I assume that I'm
0: off the hook for not beating Persona 5 because you didn't beat Persona 4. And then we're just like, we're mirroring no, each, each other. Y'all both are just in the standstill.
2: Now we're just in the standstill. <laughs> you both are on Now the it's me. like a
0: ceasefire. No, yeah. Neither <laughs> of us can talk shit about
2: each other. I like all, right, all right. All right. I like I'm that. Can we try can can hands You're free. Then? You're free. You're free to do it. Mean, you can, can from we shake? For
1: golden. Greg, you pick up your notebook and keep on playing Persona 5. Greg, can do you even hands? know where that notebook is? I'm tired
2: of you and your middle ground and playing all the Persona games like an actual fan. Greg, are we shaking hands here? Yeah. Doing a ceasefire. All right. Cool. Ceasefire, ceasefire.
1: No, I'm f- I'm fine. I just I just started blasting both ways. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed <laughs> to.
0: You're 100% allowed to. Bless, you did the work.
1: Speaking of the work, ladies and gentlemen, we have a segment
0: called hashtag PS. I love photo mode. This is where one of us, me or blessing, maybe bear it one day, says, hey. Here's what we want you to go take a uh, photo modes of in your video games, and then tweet hashtag psi love photo mode alongside the photo. We then go through and pick our favorites at based on the theme. You get to have all the love and adoration of the YouTube viewers here. I don't think probably the the uh, the MP3 lovers love it as much, but
2: whatever. You know what I mean? It's
1: always been my concern with the segment. I I'm like, we get to the place? hasn't been
2: and- a week yet where someone has posted on the Reddit. Wow, I'm Dragon sure bless don't care about audio. Listeners. Care about the audio listeners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: like I don't. Be- I'm I've always assumed that each week we must get a thread that's like, I listen to uh, audio and I don't they, like this They segment. have a
0: great time. Well, I'm going to start. I, of course, said Avengers, baby. PS5's here. Hawkeye's here. What do you got for me? The first one I have here is Matt for you. Or no, Matt, you. Matt, you put this one up and said, nice shot of the new guy for this week's hashtag PS. I love photo mode. And I agree. That's a great look at Hawkeye and his iconic costume there. means you did the iconic uh, chain, the chain, mission chain. I'm proud of you. Proud of you.
1: I don't know him? the name of the guy, but he looks like a guy he looks like that, Cole McGrath. Oh, he looks a little bit like Cole McGrath for sure. But he looks like this guy who has a podcast that I've seen people talk about. Dude, that's gonna, every
2: other person, blessing. every. He looks like every about, like, main character
1: <laughs> from video games from about
0: 2005 to 2010. Yeah. Yeah, he looks familiar. <laughs> he yeah. has an energy about him. He looks like he Sean looks Evans. Like he looks guy. like the, he looks the hot wing eating guy, too. Yeah, he, oh, does. Does. he, he does. does. He's a generic white guy. He looks like yeah. a generic white guy.
2: Yeah. yeah. I still love uh, my tweet about it's. Uh, mom, mom said it's my turn to turn on the S. Yeah, why is
0: why is this man's head so small? That was great. <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> he looks in so weird in that shot. The rest right. of
2: his body, it's fucked
0: up. <laughs> I hadn't noticed it. I hadn't noticed it till it was there. So I wasn't proud of that. Um, the next one here is from Nick, aka Roy, who put this one. Uh, Ms. Marvel, a.k.a. Kamala Khan. Uh, loved her in the campaign and can't wait to see her geek out uh, when she sees Captain Marvel in person and use the hashtag there. I like this one. A good use of colors. You know this what I mean?
1: a great one, yeah.
0: Right? And this is one of the DLC costumes they put out for her, uh, of, uh, you know, her in a more traditional garment. Uh, love it. I, I like the colors. I like the way the juxtaposition. I like the clouds. I like that. And, you know, it's just all over the place. Clouds course. look amazing. Yeah. And then final uh, is Connor Knowles. Uh, hashtag PS. I love this photo mode. Uh, a bit of a cheap one for me, but I, it's uh, a fond memory of uh, Kamala Khan at the beginning of uh, Avengers uh, on an A-Day uh, on the helicarrier there, uh, or I guess the Chimera, uh, looking up at the cutouts of the Avengers you know, and marveling at it. I thought that was <laughs> such a cool moment uh, for me what do you got I'm what do you got
2: sorry but Connor no. Mills tweeted this out and then someone responded get to us and then he responded I'll be honest this is as far as I could get into
1: this game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: show it show it show it expand it expand it oh, you, did, you no, did, it's you did. there it's there, yeah, nice, there. it's, it's, nice. there. it's right here I love it I love it I love <laughs> that's it that's awesome I thought that was such a cool moment though A-Day that's a fucking great tweet that's a fucking great tweet I love it no I mean that's weird That's that was like the most the best uh, stuff of that game that's as far as you could get you didn't even get like to any of the actual I mean, game points hey,
2: I mean like the best, uh, best it was part the best of the game. game. And then, yeah. What, what if I didn't make three very good this. moments in the game, I would say? It was
1: this. I, I don't want to ruin anything else. But like, yeah, ah, a lot of people I, are I playing it
2: right win. now. A lot of people are playing it right yeah, now. Yeah, there are two other good moments mm. in the game where I'm Jonathan like, Dornbush man, is playing it. it right now and five others. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Blessing is going to tell you what the next hashtag PSI left photo mode is
1: i am uh this week a game called it takes two comes out on ps4 and ps5 so i'm gonna make that the one i'm sure plenty of people are gonna be playing it over the weekend because i think this hits on friday and so uh pick the game up if you plan to play it get me those photo modes i don't know if the game has a photo mode but if not take screenshots send them over hashtag ps i love photo mode you know what to do
0: ladies and gentlemen that's another episode of PSI. Love you, XOXO in the can. Of course, we're not done yet. We're gonna head over to Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames where you can go to get the exclusive post show we do. Of course, on Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames you can get every episode ad-free. You could be watching live just like Nick uh, or Nick Ash, or Nika Ash is. Uh, D D is. Uh, Rolas is. Joshy G is. Of course. We love and appreciate you, and thank you for your support. Uh, if you don't get it there, you can, of course, get it at YouTube.com slash games Podcast services around the globe, no matter where you get it. Thanks for supporting P.S. I love you, XOXO. Right now, we've got a post-show to do. Time, no. It's been our pleasure to serve you.